Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, get your helmets on. Let's go, let's go. From the Southeast Conference to the Parkland. From the North Shore to the Classic 8. From the Greater Metro to the Southern Lakes Conference and everything in between. When I feel that chill, smell that fresh It's time to get you up to date on all the key high school football games in the area. The boys are falling. It's the Citizens Bank Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Current Electric. Let's turn it over to the fans' high school insider, big time, Mike McGivern. Welcome into the Citizens Bank Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Current Electric, home of the superhero, on 1250 AM, The Fan, we'll get you the most current and up-to-date scores in all the key high school football games in the area. I want to thank Kern Electric. I want to thank our friends, our new friends, Citizens Bank. We're actually going to talk to the uh, Vice President of Marketing. Stephanie's going to join us in a few minutes and give us the opportunity to say thank you, as we have done with Chuck Smith and Ray Hoffman and everybody over at Kern Electric. Let me run down the games that we have. I'll tell you what, each week, man, it's going back and forth. You know, this game has been moved or this game has changed. Uh, let me read the ones that we have going tonight. And if you're heading out to a game and you don't hear the game on my list, give us a call at 799-1250 and, and keep us up to date on the scores for the game that you're at. We've got somebody at the Lake Country Lutheran at Martin Luther game, Kakana at Germantown, Marquette at Brookfield Central, Whitefish Bay at Homestead, New Berlin West at New Berlin Eisenhower, McGuanago at Kettle Moraine, Plymouth at Kewaskum. We've got uh, Oak Creek at Franklin covered. We had Berlin at uh, Port Washington, but the lights are not working at Port Washington. There's nobody there. So we're trying to figure out where we can send Nate George that's close to Port Washington. Cedarburg at Hartford we've got covered. Pewaukee against Catholic Memorial at Waukesha South. 
So we got uh, some big games to cover tonight, especially with what's going on tonight. As soon as the game is, games are over, everybody's calling in their scores. And this is the night, you know, that normally guys like me stay up till three in the morning watching to see who got what seed and, and who made it in and who's going to be going where and stuff like that. But with the different playoffs now, there's a number of teams that opted out. And so they've got more spots than they have teams. And it'll be interesting to see what they do. I know talking to a number of people, um, they, they are not going to really take into consideration what, wh- where you sit as far as the number of kids in your school. So Division One, Two, Three, they may take a Division Two school like Menominee Falls and move them into that pod with Muskego and Franklin and maybe Marquette, I don't know, maybe Kenosha Bradford, something like that, depending on how Marquette does tonight against Brookfield Central. It's just going to be really interesting tomorrow. And on our show from 10 to noon, uh, Ryan McMillan, the athletic director at Muskego, who's my co-host, uh, we're going to be talking about it. And there's a number of things that that they're going to do this year that they, they haven't done before and probably will never do again. And that's this. I mean, the regional playoffs, there's there's two weeks of it. You win your first game, you get a chance to move on and play in the second. There's going to be eight teams in each bracket. So Division One in Southeast um, Wisconsin, they'll have eight teams. They're going to pod them into, a, into the top half and the bottom half. So the top four, and I'll go back to that with Muskego. If everything, Muskego won big today, by the way, against Hudson, 54-7. They beat Hudson, who's a really good team. So they'll be the one seed. If Franklin, who I know is missing a couple of players, they got to play some younger guys tonight. If they beat Oak Creek, I think they'll be the two. Um, and, and I would assume that Menominee Falls, who's right now ranked number one, Division Two, if, if they'll play uh, Wisconsin Lutheran tonight, and they'll be okay there. Wisconsin Lutheran's struggling quite a bit this year. So they'll be the three. It, it, that's what I believe. And then either Kenosha, Bradford, or Marquette. So that'll be the top half of Division One, Southeast Wisconsin in, in that pod. Then the second half, the bottom half, will be other teams. So teams that, that don't aren't in that top half are teams with, without the kind of records like the teams that we're talking about. So it's, it's just going to be a really interesting show, not only tonight with some of these games, but tomorrow uh, from, from 10 to, to noon, we will talk to a number of coaches from around the state. And we're going to talk to somebody from the WFCA. We'll try to get a hold of somebody from the WIAA to see how all this thing, you know, worked out. It's just, uh, look, as, as hard as it is, as bad as it, as it is sometimes, this kind of stuff is kind of fun. So if, uh, if you're looking for something tomorrow, 10 to, 10 to noon, uh, take a listen to as we break it down and who should be in the top. And, and this is a great time for guys like me. No, they should be in the top pot. No, they should be in the bottom pot. I don't know how they, why they put them up there. So that kind of stuff is what we're going to be talking about um, pretty much from, from 10 till noon tomorrow. We'll have, I'll reach out Coach Krause from uh, Muskego. Hopefully will join us. And uh, we'll have a number of coaches and people that were involved in the seating process. And it, uh, it all gets going again tonight at about midnight is when they start doing that. And it's, it's just fun. Midnight, they release the tournament uh, field. At 1230, they start running the auto seating program. And at 130, release the eight 
uh, eight-team groupings. I don't know if it's going to happen exactly at that point, but uh, they're going to get this stuff released. And I'm able to at least talk about it tomorrow. What I can't do is put it on a website. Um, I can't put it in writing because nothing is set until the WIAA says it's set. Some of the teams that opted out, I can tell you from our area, uh, Dominican opted out, Hope Christian, um, Living Word Lutheran, Johnson Crick, New Berlin Eisenhower opted out. Uh, Port Washington opted out. So this is their last game. Uh, St. Francis, uh, Wauwatosa East and Wauwatosa West, Waukesha South. And I can tell you a little something about Wauwatosa West. We're going to talk to their head coach tonight around 8.15. And uh, it's been a rough day for him. It's been a really rough day for him. They uh, th- Their season is done. They had a great, they really were rolling, had a great season. And uh, they they were hit by COVID, and they are out for 14 days, which basically means their season is done. And Andy's going to join us at 8.15, and we'll talk to him about the seniors on this team and how hard today was for him, his staff, and certainly his uh, his players, his community. It's been a really tough day for him. But he's willing to come on and, and uh, allow us to kind of celebrate this team and how well they were playing and I, I just uh, I feel I feel really bad for the seniors on that team for sure, and look forward to to them, you know, being able to to get back at it next year. And and I know they've got some really talented kids in that program that are coming back, and they'll get after it, uh, you know, again starting next year. And hopefully by then we can get back to kind of some normalcy. Hey, I told you about the Muskego Hudson game. They played in Sauk Prairie today at two o'clock against Hudson, who is ranked number one Division three. They're five and one. Muskego is six and zero, oh, and uh, boy, I got a text from my co-host uh, Ryan McMillan, and I said, "Hey, what? Give me a score." And when when I got back fifty four seven, I was really surprised. I was really surprised because I thought Hudson was going to hang with them a little bit, and uh, they did not. And Muskego's rolling right now. And he said, "Look, it uh, it got away from from Hudson in the second quarter. Win was a factor." But according to Ryan McMillan, some of those kids at Hudson are legit. And uh, when he says that, you certainly understand that there's some kids playing at Hudson that are definitely legit. Hey, we are now joined, and and I'm so excited about introducing you to a new partner, not only on the scoreboard show, but a lot of the high school stuff that uh, that I do. And, I, and I'm really excited to have Citizens Bank um, be a sponsor with us and and Stephanie Bonesell is is the vice president of marketing for Citizen Bank. Stephanie, how are you tonight? I'm good, Mike. How are you? I'm really good. You know, it took us a while, you and I working together, but I just can't say thank you enough. You know, I, I think it's a really good fit for what we do with high school sports here on on twelve fifty M the fan and and the fact that you guys are stepping out of uh, your comfort zone a little bit and saying, you know what, what you do with with the high schools is important to us at Citizens Bank, and and we believe in grassroots marketing and and being involved in communities. And that's pretty much what you guys are known for. And for you to be a sponsor and title sponsor of some of the things that I do, I just wanted to have you on and say thank you. Well, thanks, Mike. Yeah, and it is true that we haven't done much radio but we have always been great supporters of schools and their athletic programs. So 
you're right. This is a great fit, and we are very excited to be signing on. So they, as a new partner, I just want to tell you a little bit about Citizens Bank. If you don't know a lot about them, you know, they have been, been helping people and businesses achieve their financial goals since 1892. 1892. So obviously they're really good at what they do, and they have locations in, in Waukesha and through Walworth County, and it's just a really good, I think, fit. And when I started working with Stephanie, um, I found out pretty quickly she's a big baseball fan. And she's a, she's in McGuanico, big baseball fan. And I, I like that she understands the importance of youth in high school sports. And that certainly is something that, that you and your family believe in, Stephanie. Yeah, it definitely is. Yeah, we are... Baseball focused right now, but my kids are young and we've got a lot of years ahead of us that I see football and volleyball and more baseball and softball in our futures. Um, oh, fun. My husband played high school football, so it's it all comes full circle. Man, that's, that's awesome. I envy you with that, that you have all that to look forward to. I have these four grandsons that Sunday, they the two of them have basketball games about 15 miles apart and if i figured it out um exactly right i can catch two games on on logan and if i get out to Waukesha south i can catch keegan's game as well so that's where i'm at now and i i tell you i i just love it i i love watching these kids compete and you and i have had this conversation that we believe that kids learn a lot of life lessons from playing youth youth sports Oh, absolutely. It's it's amazing and I I value so much what they do learn. Yeah, I, I do too. Hey, so from here on out, all the way through next year, anytime we do a scoreboard show, every single time between now and the end of next year, the Citizens Bank Varsity Blitz High School basketball football scoreboard show will be powered by Kern Electric. Very similar companies. They do you know opposite things. But Kern Electric and Citizens Bank are perfect sponsors for this. Both very community-driven. Both understand the importance of, of student-athletes. And both give back to the community a ton. And I could not be prouder of the two partners that that have come in uh, to, to be a big part of what we do here on this radio station surrounding everything that we do high school and youth sports-wise. So, Stephanie, again, I just want to have you on for a minute to say thank you and introduce our people and our listeners to Citizens Bank. Uh, you can go to citizensbank.bank. Is that is that correct on their website? It's actually citizenbank. Citizen. Bank. Yep. Yeah, we don't have an S. <laughs> we have an S in our name, not in our website address. Citizenbank.bank. Yeah. Um, do yourself a favor and, and look at that website and, and read the history behind this bank and, and what their mission statement. And by reading that page, you're going you're gonna to feel what the soul of Citizens Bank is by reading that page. And I would encourage you to do that. And we'll continue to talk about Citizens Bank and their partnership with us uh, throughout the show. Stephanie, thank you very much. I really appreciate your time. Thanks, Mike. Have a great evening. Yeah, you bet. You as well. Hey, let's get to a couple of guys out at games before we get to a break. Let's uh, get to Michael. Michael Rachel is at the Whitefish Bay at Homestead game. Michael, give us an update. Yeah, I'm here at the Homestead, but the road team, Whitefish Bay, gets on the board first. They lead it 7 to nothing. Both defenses playing pretty well. Both teams had three outs to start the game. Whitefish Bay punted uh, Jacob Donovan, but he had such a high airtime 
that everyone got underneath it. The homestead kick returner fair caught it, but it went off its face mask, picked up by Whitefish Bay from the 26-yard line. First play from that, they had a 26-yard touchdown pass to Grover Bartolotti from Jack Stecker, so they lead it 7 to nothing, and they just got a turnover again. So they're, they're, they're threatening once again. Hey, Michael, keep us informed on that one because Whitefish Bay has been off two weeks with yep. COVID. And coming back and, and, look, if they get this win, they're going to be able to say that we're the champions of that conference, and, and that would be fairly interesting to me. So, uh, Michael, thank you very much. 7 nothing Whitefish Bay over Homestead. Let's get to line two. Um, Tyler Peters, he is at the New Berlin West, New Berlin Eisenhower game, and he's brought to you by Citizens Bank, our newest partner to all of our high school programming. Citizens Bank is a full-service community bank with 12 convenient offices located throughout Waukesha and Walworth counties. Tyler, give us an update. New Berlin West and New Berlin Eisenhower. Hey, Mike. Well, less than three minutes left in the first quarter, and New Berlin Eisenhower is on top. Three to nothing. Their first drive, they just ran the ball the whole time, and, it, and they took nearly eight minutes off the clock. They finally scored on a 32-yard field goal. That was with 4-10 left in the first quarter. So they really screwed up the clock on that first drive. And New Berlin West on their first offensive drive, they got stopped on a three and out and just punted. So now with 2:24 left in the first quarter, Eisenhower is up three nothing, and they got the ball again on their own 20. Tyler, thank you very much. That is, uh, you know, anytime New Berlin West, New Berlin Eisenhower play, uh, it's normally an awfully talented and and uh, a good game. And a lot of people throughout New Berlin just go to one game a year, and that's the one they go to. Let's get to line uh, three if we can. Uh, Todd is at the Cedarburg at Hartford game, one of the big games of the night. Todd, give us an update. Yeah, I'm here in Hartford. Uh, Hartford just scored with uh, about 318 left in the first quarter. They blocked the Cedarburg punt, uh, and took Adam Johnson took it in from four yards out. They hit the extra point, so we got a we got a pretty good uh, physical game going here in Hartford. Hey, Todd, that, I, I had a chance to hang out with some of the Cedarburg players at the pick and save in Hartford this, or in uh, Grafton this week. Okay. And, and I said, look, don't sleep on Hartford. That, that's a really talented football team. Their record's not going to show that, but boy, you come out to Hartford, you better get your chin step up tight and they're going to hit you. And, and I think that they understood what they were in for. Uh, interested to see how they respond. Hartford up 7 nothing. By the way, Todd, happy birthday. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Let's get over to line three if we can. John Moore. He's at the Marquette at Brookfield Central game. And, and before we get to that game, John, I, I, I feel really bad. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry for your loss. Uh, and I hope that you and your family are doing okay. John Moore's uh, father passed away. And uh, th- you don't need to be out on the sidelines tonight, John, but you said, hey, this is where I want to be. So I appreciate you being out there. You guys doing okay? Yeah, we're doing fine, Mike. I greatly appreciate your kind words. And you know, my father was all about God, sports, and family, not necessarily in that order. So thus, I'm out here on the sidelines doing what I love to do for you guys, and I greatly appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate it. I read his, his – uh, um, the, everything that was on um, the, the on Facebook, and then I went online and read it. And and you know what, John, you're one of those salt of the earth guys. You're just a good man, and and I and I see where you got it from because your father came off in what I was reading about him on just what a good man he was. He was a good man, Mike, and he also loved listening to the show. So without further ado, he's waiting up there for my update. So here we go. On the first play from the scrimmage tonight, Nick Hansen's pass gets picked off by Jake Ockwood. 
And then the ensuing drive, Central goes seven plays for about 46 yards, kept off by Cam Devine from four yards out. We have Brook Central seven, Marquette zero with five minutes left in the first quarter. Dad, we'd be proud of you, John, holding it together. Well done. Thank you very Thanks, much. 7 nothing. Brooks Central over Marquette. Let's get to line five if we can. Andy Marino's at the Oak Creek at Franklin game, and I know he's not going to question uh, my knowledge this week. I, I, he definitely would not do that. Andy, give us an update. Oak Creek Mac, at Franklin. Mac, I got Franklin 7, Oak Creek 0, two minutes left in the first. Uh, just like you and me, these two teams don't like each other. It's been all defense, all bone-crunching hits so far. Uh, there was a pick six for Franklin. Jarek Miller with the pick six. That's the only touchdown. But Oak Creek is uh, just giving away yardage on uh, penalties. Franklin's close to a, uh, another touchdown here. Hey, a, a number of uh, key, key players for Franklin are out tonight. And they've got a couple freshmen that are suited up. And it'll be interesting to see um, if Oak Creek can. They've got a freshman quarterback themselves. So there's, a, a, I think, a middle linebacker for Oak Creek that's a freshman. They're starting quarterback as a freshman. And one of the tackles on the offensive line, they've been starters all year for Oak Creek. And uh, be interesting. You know, Andy, with because of the way we go back and forth, and you had told me that you're going to go to nine round with me one time, <laughs> I decided to have you sponsored this week by Fastback Physical Therapy in New Berlin. <laughs> Visit fast, fastbackpt.com. You receive a virtual, free virtual consultation for any injury and get back doing the things you love pain-free. So go to uh, AndyFastbackPT.com. Anytime you want to spar, let's go. Really? We did that once. It didn't work out well for you. 7 nothing, Franklin <laughs> over Oak Creek. We're going to get through these three. Sam, I know we should get to a break, but let's uh, let's get going. Let's get to Alex. He's at the McGuanago at Catamaran game. Alex, give us an update. Always hard to follow up the great Andy Marino, Mac, but I got 7 nothing Kettle Moraine here in the first quarter. They put together an eight-play, 57-yard drive, which ended with a 16-yard touchdown pass for Kettle Moraine. The drive started after they got an interception, after McGuanagall put together a pretty good opening drive, which went eight plays of their own, and in an interception, Kettle Moraine took advantage. They're at the 10-yard line now, getting ready to score another touchdown, so I might be calling you back real soon. And I agree with Andy, Mac. I don't like you much either. That's awesome. That's you know what you got to have people that dislike you. Alex and Zola cover the McGuanago at Kettle Moraine game is the perfect guy to have sponsored by Citizens Bank. <laughs> McGuanago is is their their um, where they are located. That that is where they are out of. But now they have a number of locations, and one is near Kettle Moraine High School. And uh, I'm just, again, happy to have them sponsor us. Citizens Bank is a full-service community bank with 12 convenient offices located throughout Waukesha Walworth County. Go to citizenbank.bank. we got to get to a break. We are running so late. On the other side of the break, we'll get you updated in the Kokona-Germantown game, Plymouth-Kewaskum game, and a number of others. This is the Citizens Bank Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, Powered by Kern Electric on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Citizens Bank Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Kern Electric on 1250 AM, The Fan. Let's get right out to, let's get to line two if we can. Ted is at the Kakana at Germantown game. That's called an audible right there. After what happened to Toast East, Toast to West, Ted was like, hey, I'm heading to Germantown. I want to see this one. Hey, Ted, give us an update. 
Yes, it is an audible. Uh, out here at Dacca Field, uh, Kakana holds a 10-7 lead with three minutes to go in the first quarter. Uh, they started the game and took the lead 3-0 on a 50-yard field goal by Ga- uh, Nate Gavin. Yes, 50-yard field goal. Wow. Yes, it was very and he had and he had room to spare. And then on the ensuing kickoff, Germantown, uh, you know, they got it around the 20, and then Ethan Sawyer busted up the middle and got Germantown on top. Then the next time Takana got it at the 50-yard line, 50-yard touchdown pass to take the lead, 10-7 to out here at Dacca Field. Takana galloping ghost. Now, isn't that one of the best names? In high school, yeah, they're not going. They're they're never going to have to change that for any reason, right? That's good. Right. Yeah, they're awfully good, and I'll tell you, ranked number two right now in Division Two, uh, right behind Menominee Falls, and it'll be interesting to see what happens to them tomorrow. Will they move them north and west? Where are they going to move them? Because they're going to have know. to move them. They're going to have to take them somewhere because there's not a lot of teams up in that area that are playing. Yeah, one of one of their coaches told me they're six and zero, and they've been playing you know Division four schools, and the and the best competition, bigger school they had was DC Everest. Oh boy, yeah, this uh, Germantown has been playing really well, and, and and you picked a really good one to get to, Ted. So thank you very much. It's ten seven Kakana over uh, Germantown. Let's get to line three if we can. Jason, Jason Pittman's at the Plymouth Akiwaskum game. Jason, give us an update. Uh, the Panthers are ahead 7-0. We have 10 minutes left in the second quarter. Uh, Plymouth put together a four-minute, 66-yard drive uh, late in the first quarter. They scored with 34 seconds left. Uh, since then, Kiwaskin has had the ball, and Michael Daniel launched a 55-yard bomb of a punt. Um, Panthers have the ball right now on their own end of the field uh, at the 25, uh, just going under the 10-minute mark for the first half. Hey, Jason, um, hold on. Jason's brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors, Wisconsin. Obviously, fall maybe doesn't feel like it today, but in a week it's going to feel like it. Time to get those new windows and doors you've been talking about. Go to PellaWI.com. Hey, Jason, with you being uh, the athletic director at Kewaskum, what do you expect to happen to Kewaskum? They, they opted in. You guys are going to be playing, correct? Yes, yes, we are playing. Um, based, based on our record, I mean, we had to forfeit games due to COVID. Um, we'll be in one of those five through eight pods. Uh, I was told we'll be in Division Three, um, so I I don't know who all be, will be with us. But will they will they bring you down to our area? Do you think? You know what? It's hard to say this year with all the teams that are not playing because you know in the past in regular years you know we've gone north up and had to face Notre Dame and West Pier. right? And in the and other years we've had to go down and play CMH or Wisconsin Lutheran. So. It, it, it all it all depends. One year they even sent us west, and we played Sauk Prairie. Well, you know what? When you look at at Division Three, Rhinelanders two, Medford is four, Baraboo's five, Plymouth. You guys are playing now six on Alaska, New Richmond. So there aren't a lot of at least highly ranked Division Three teams from our area. Um, St- Stratford and Stanley Boyd are in there as well, and so it'll be interesting to see. Or I'm sorry, Mosney and Pewaukee. Are nine and ten. So Pewaukee, Whitefish Bay, Grafton, you might be able to get with those guys. Right. Yeah. And that's the thing. I, you know, Wade has said, you know, it's going to be those pods of the one through four and the five through eight playing each other. So 
um, yeah, I, I'm just curious to see how it's all going to shake out. Hey, thank you very much, Jason. Let's get to uh, to line four if we can. John Moore's back with Marquette at Brook Central. John, give us an update. Well, Mike, I'm here to give the punter some love. Brookfield Central punter Ben Otto pins Marquette back at the half-yard line. Ensuing play, we have a safety. On the ensuing free kick, uh, Lancers get the ball at about the 42-yard line, and Cam Devine takes care of the rest. He goes 42 yards for the score. We have a 16 nothing. Brookfield Central or Marquette with a minute and a half left in the first quarter. Hey, I'll tell you what, uh, Brookfield Central, their record isn't isn't great, but they've been playing much better lately. And this is a big game for Marquette. This is a much bigger game for Marquette than it is for Brookfield Central. And Marquette has a tendency of starting slow and then kicking it in. They better not get down too too far against Brook Central. Absolutely, Mike. That uh, Brook Central is capitalizing on two early turnovers. Two interceptions by Nick Hampson. Uh, you can't be doing that against a team like Brook Central. They will capitalize on you, and they will put you down scores. Yes, they will. John Moore, thank you very much. Let's get to line one if we can. Michael Rachel is at the Whitefish Bay at Homestead game. He is brought to you by Boilermakers Local 107. They're looking for apprentices starting $27 per hour. Just go to Boilermakers107.com to learn more. Michael, give us an update. The second quarter just getting underway here at Homestead, but it's Whitefish Bay. They lead it 14 to nothing. A 50-yard touchdown run from Dominic Bartoloni gives them the lead at 14 to nothing. And this defense is the best defense I have seen uh, so far this year. They haven't given up a point in over nine quarters now. Uh, yeah, that's Whitefish Bay. Well, Jake Walter, their head coach, and and I've said this on the air, and he says you got to stop saying that. Might be it might be the best all around athlete to ever come out of Wauwatosa East. Now people always yell at me and go, "What are you talking about, Jerry Smith?" And I'm talking about all around athlete. I think he he he, uh, he had 16 letters when he graduated. Oh wow! Which is amazing, and he's really competitive. He likes guys that fly around the field and and can hit and make make plays. And I know he has that going on at Whitefish Bay. Michael, thank you very much. Let's get to line two. Todd is at the Cedarburg-Hartford game. Again, a really big game tonight. Todd, give us an update. Yeah, we had uh, Hartford A.J. Arndt with a 20-yard field goal. It's Hartford 10, uh, Cedarburg 0. And then uh, just as I was on hold here, we have uh, an interception by A.J. Arndt. So Hartford set the ball again. We have seven minutes, 38 seconds left here in the second quarter. Todd, thank you very much. Todd is brought to you by Hyundai West Dallas. Take advantage of 0% for 72 months on a new Hyundai Tucson, Santa Fe, or Sonata at Hyundai West Dallas on Highway 100 or go to HyundaiWestDallas.com. Let's let uh, get to line four if we can. Alex is at the McGuanago at Kettle Moraine game. Alex, give us an update. Mac, last time we spoke, Kettle Moraine was at the 10-yard line about to score another touchdown. Instead, the McGuanago defense held held them to a field goal, which was blocked. And from there, McGuanago took advantage. They put together an eight, a seven-play, 80-yard drive, all by the run, capping off with a touchdown, a four-yard touchdown run. McGuanago, seven. Kettle Moraine, seven, with eight minutes to go in the first half. So here's the interesting part with that one, Alex. And I'm glad you're covering that game for us. Um, Ranked third right now is Hudson, and and they uh, look they're not obviously anywhere close to the series. So Marquette is ranked four. This is the coaches poll now. Arrowhead is five. McGuanago is six. What they're trying to do is get in that top four with teams in this area. If Marquette, who's down sixteen nothing, loses, can McGuanago jump 
and get in that top four. That's going to be really interesting. I know that they know that. And we'll we'll keep an eye on that Marquette game because if maybe it's Kenosha Bradford that leaps up, maybe it's Arrowhead that just slides in, or is it McGuanago who uh, jumps over Arrowhead? I don't think that's going to happen because head-to-head, Arrowhead uh, got that win. So very interesting to see what happens with uh, with Marquette here. If they drop out, people are saying Menominee Falls is going to be that either second or third team with Muskego and Franklin. And who's going to be the fourth team? That's kind of what we're looking at. Uh, Alex, thank you very much. Before we get to a break, let's get to line three. Tyler Peters at the New Berlin West, uh, New Berlin Eisenhower game. And again, he is brought to you by Citizens Bank. They are newest partner to high school programming. Citizens Bank is a full-service community bank with 12 convenient uh, offices located throughout Waukesha and Walworth County, helping people and businesses achieve their financial goals since 19. 19- since 1892 since 1892 tyler peters give us an update west and eisenhower mike 421 left in the first half and eisenhower is added to their lead they're up 10 to nothing they're only able to score with 852 left uh john wesley broke an 18 yard touchdown run that's been pretty much people in eisenhower's offense tonight they've just been running the ball with mainly andrew lockett and john wesley and it's been getting them some really good damage on the ensuing uh, kickoff. New Orleans Wesley nearly threatened Ian Herbal return to kickoff 63 yards all the way to the Eisenhower 28. But then on the very next play, they fall the ball. Eisenhower was able to recover. They weren't able to get anything going that time. New Orleans Wesley's defense probably stopped them. Fourth the punt, and now New Orleans West is facing our third, facing our third and short. And they're looking again, and they keep a fourth down. So here is in the first half. I've got a lot of over that. Tyler, thank you very much. Let's get to line five if we can before we get to a break. And uh, Andy Marino's at the Oak Creek uh, Franklin game. Andy, give us an update. Nick Mack, I got Franklin 17, Oak Creek 0, nine minutes left in the second quarter. Franklin uh, put up a field goal, and they just uh, completed a long drive with Marco Reykjavik, the tight end, getting the uh, touchdown pass for the Sabres. And uh, I know you mentioned Franklin has a lot of holes. You can't tell with the way they're moving the ball. Well, and, you know, watch the quarterback, Miles Burkett from Franklin. is His dad used to work here at Intercom, Terry Burkett. And he's a junior quarterback that uh, has got a lot of potential. He's an awfully good football player. 17-0 Franklin over Oak Creek. Thank you, Andy. Let's get to a break. Other side of the break, we'll continue to get you updates from all the top area games. And I'll tell you what, a lot of them, with this playoff uh, scenarios that they put out, uh, these are some pretty big games for these guys. This is the Citizens Bank Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Current Electric on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Citizens Bank Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by our friends at Kern Electric, home of the superheroes. On 1250 AM, the fan. I thought maybe this guy didn't go to the game because we haven't heard from him. This is one of the bigger games of the night. Down with Chillis. Figured he was over thinking there was a game at Hart Park or something. Lake Country Luther at Greendale Martin Luther. Sister schools don't like each other a lot and have wanted to play against each other for a while. Hey, Don, give us an update. 
Yeah, Mike, we're in the second quarter here on Martin Luther's third possession. Luke Ertl for Lake Country Lutheran will get the interception. He'll go 55 yards on the pick six. The two-point conversion is good, so Lake Country Lutheran on top right now. 8 nothing. 4.43 to go, second quarter. Martin Luther, though, in Lake Country territory. Hey, I, I was out at Lake Country Lutheran this week. They were our UW Credit Union Team of the Week, and um, I know their coach really well, and they play one senior on this team. And Luke, this this Ertl kid, their quarterback, and the kid who had that pick for pick six is a really good basketball player and I was shocked when I saw him because I saw him last year and he's kind of a skinny kid and now he's thick and, and he's really athletic and he's only a junior and, and it's awfully good football program and when, when they had some games that got canceled they booked Tosa East they booked Nicolay and they said look we just want to play you know good quality football teams and it's interesting and we'll see if Martin Luther can hang in there you know where my heart is at I love the boys at Lake Country Lutheran. I told them this is the only week all year that I'm rooting against you guys. <laughs> well, you know, Martin Luther right now on the 34 of Lake Country. We're inside of four minutes, so they're knocking on the door here in the second quarter. Sounds good. Keep us up to date on that one, Don. Let's get to line two if we can. Todd Boltman, he's at the Cedarburg at Hartford game, a big game for Cedarburg. Todd, give us an update. Yeah, we have uh, 2.58 left in the second quarter. It's 17-0 Hartford. Uh, Austin Kutz hit Jordan Cook right in front of me, a one-handed touchdown grab for six yards. Uh, and Hartford's got the ball back again. Uh, they're, they got, I think they're taking Cedarburg out of their game. Cedarburg's starting to pass, which is kind of uh, unusual. Well, you know, uh, hey, Todd, they're, they had a big-time quarterback that was a junior, and they were all set, and, he, and his dad ended up – getting transferred, and with a week before they started football, he was gone. And so they slid this kid in, and, and, and I had them on the air a couple weeks ago, and this, this is a really good group of kids. Got a chance to meet them in person this week at the Pick and Save in Grafton. And they, I, my concern, and I told their coach this, my concern is you're looking at Hartford's record, and, and you just can't do that. And right now they understand that they're in for a battle, and they better get going. They better right the ship here quick. Yeah, Hartford, did, Hartford definitely came to play. No doubt. Todd Boltman, thank you very much. Let's get to line three. Alex Zola is at the McGuanago at Cattle Moraine game. Brought to you by MilwaukeeShirtGuys.com. T-shirts are a must for all booster clubs, businesses, churches, and events. MilwaukeeShirtGuys.com. Alex, give us a break. What's going on? All right. Well, Mac, uh, 14 unanswered points for McGuanago here in the second quarter. Uh Kettle Moraine was had punting on fourth down. The snap went over the punter's head. McGuanago recovered at the 10-yard line. One play, 10-yard run for a touchdown. McGuanago 14, Kettle Moraine 7, 324 left in the first half. Well, I'll tell you what, again, Alex, that uh, this, game's, this game means a lot more to McGuanago uh, than it does to Kettle Moraine. But to, to go down 7 nothing and respond the way McGuanago has done that uh, does not surprise me. That's the kind of program they have there. Yeah, and you know what? Uh, it looks like McGuanago is going to get the ball back. Uh, Kendall Moraine just punted. There's a fumble on the play. I will figure out, Mac, but move on. But they're sorting it out right now. Sounds good. That is Alex Zola, and he will, uh, he will get us an update on what happened with that, guys. Let's get to a break. It'll be a quick break. Um, 
Well, we'll continue to get you scores and updates from all the key high school football games in the area in 8-15. We're going to talk to the head football coach at Wauwatosa West. He's had a rough day, and uh, he's kind enough to, to come on, and, and we'll discuss his team, his, his community, his school, and these seniors on the Wauwatosa West football team. They, uh, they got hit with COVID, and 14 days they're out, which means their season is over. They've been having a really good year, and I appreciate Andy coming on at 8.15. This is the Citizens Bank Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Kern Electric on 12.50 a.m., The Fan. Laney, it's time now for your Citizens Bank Varsity Blitz Scoreboard Update. It's Lake Country Lutheran up over Martin Luther in the second quarter. It's Lake Country Lutheran 8, Martin Luther 0. Kakana over Germantown in the first quarter. It's 10-7, Kakana. Brookfield Central has a commanding lead over Marquette in the first quarter. It's 16-0, Brookfield Central. Whitefish Bay has a 14-0 lead over Homestead in the second quarter. New Berlin Eisenhower with a 10-0 lead over New Berlin West. Maguanago up 14-7 on Kettle Moraine on the road. In the first quarter, Plymouth up 7-0 over Kewaskum. Franklin with a commanding 17 to nothing lead over Oak Creek in the second quarter. Hartford with a 17 nothing lead over Cedarburg in the second quarter. And Arrowhead has a 17 to nothing lead over Sussex Hamilton in the second quarter. This scoreboard update is brought to you by your local pick and save stores. Listen tomorrow to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show from 10 to noon. Mike McGivern and Ryan McMillan will be talking about the regional playoffs with a number of guests. Welcome back to the Citizens Bank Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show powered by Kern Electric. We're going to get you the most current and up-to-date scores at all the key high school football games in the area. Let's get right to it. Line one, John Moore is at the Marquette Brooks Central game. John, give us an update. Well, Mike, on fourth and goal from inside the one, Coach Nellis decides he's going to go for it, and Cam Devine doesn't disappoint him. Cam Devine from one yard out, we have 23 nothing. Uh, Brooks Central over Marquette with four minutes left in the first half. Boy, that is a surprise to me, John. Thank you very much. John's brought to you by Lynch McGuanago, the premier Wisconsin Chevrolet Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram dealer. Go to lynchmcguanago.com. Let's get to line two. Don Wachillis, Lake Country Lutheran at Greendale Martin Luther. Don, give us an update. My Greendale, Greendale, excuse me, Martin Luther will answer with a 12-play drive. It's a five-yard touchdown run by Fred Goyne. The two-point conversion is good. We're tied at eight. Oh, boy. But I'd be remiss if I didn't say Severe Campbell's 24-yard reception that got the ball to the five was one of a highlight reel. They threw a jump ball down the left sideline that he just elevated, pulled down, set up the score. As I said, we're inside of two minutes now. We're tied at eight out here at Martin Luther. Hey, Don, um, I, I, look, I know this young man. Uh, really well. I coached his brother, Petey. I've known Severe for a long time. And, you know, there's some really good things happening right now in his life. And he's a kid that needs a break, and, and he's getting it a little bit, and he's taking advantage of it. And I'll tell you what, he's got a smile that lights up the room when he walks in. 
and he's as athletic as they come, and his hands are huge. He catches everything. And, and I'm, I'm happy to hear that he's making some plays because when things kind of go wrong, last year and the year before, he would have some issues on the sidelines, and, and, and he was a little bit on the immature side, and, I, and I've had that conversation with him. So I'm happy to hear that he's making some, um, some plays tonight. He's a good kid. Yeah, that was a huge play, Mike. And so, as I said, we're heading down to about a minute to go here before half, and we're tied at eight. Well, I'll tell you, this over-under on that game would have been probably in the 60s with the way these two teams have been scoring. So it's interesting that defense is, is the name of the game out at Martin Luther tonight. Don, thank you very much. Let's get to line two. Eric Block should be a good game. At Waukesha South, it's, it's Pewaukee against Catholic Memorial. And Eric is brought to you by your local pick-and-save stores. Listen every Saturday from 10 to noon during the Varsity Blitz Show and meet this week's pick-and-save student athlete of the week. Thanks, pick-and-save. Eric, give us an update. Yeah, hey, Mike, we got 7-0 Pewaukee over Memorial. Six seconds left in the first half. Started the game off with four consecutive three-and-outs by each team. Really no action, just a defensive battle. Then Pewaukee finally got a little drive down to the 35 or 25. They tried a 35-yard field goal. They missed. Memorial runs into the kicker, giving them Pewaukee a first down, and then they throw a touchdown for the only score of the game so far, uh, 7-0 with uh, almost halftime. But Memorial is driving right now on the 30-yard line with about six seconds left. Eric, if I remember that, this would be six straight quarters that Memorial has not scored if they don't score before half. Yep, you're correct. Their offense is just not – I don't know what's going on. They just don't have it right now. Boy, I'll tell you, it's it's unlike any Bill Young uh, team that he's coached over the years that I can remember. And I, I just – I'm just telling people that are thinking, okay, this is the year that we're going to get Memorial. We hope we get him in the playoffs. Be careful. Don't think <laughs> that because Memorial is the kind of team that you're going to walk in, get on your bus, go, I cannot believe – how they just played. So, uh, yep. seven nothing, Pewaukee over Catholic Memorial. Let's get to uh, to line four if we can. Tyler's at the New Berlin West New Berlin Eisenhower game. Uh, Tyler, give us an update. Hey, Mike, we're at halftime right now, and New Berlin Eisenhower has opened the game up against New Berlin West. They are now up seventeen to nothing. They're actually able to get the ball with less than a minute left, and are able to score. Tristan Offs first was able to break off about a fifteen, nearly twenty yard run all the way to the. New Berlin West 33, and then on the very next play, threw a deep bomb to Tommy Colburn, who caught it right at the back of the end zone, just barely able to stay in bounds, but he did. That was with four seconds left in the half, and that's where we stand right now. 17 nothing. New Berlin Eisenhower over New Berlin West. Eisenhower, they're having a pretty much flawless game right now, and for West, it's been the opposite. Their offense has just not been able to move, and they've not been able to stop the running game of Eisenhower, uh, John Wesling, Andrew Lockett, it, and Matthew uh, Colicott, they just have not had a real solid answer for them. Hey, you know what's interesting, Tyler, is New Berlin Eisenhower is on this group of, of schools that have opted not to play in this playoffs uh, the next two weeks, and they've been playing really well the last couple of weeks. And I'm, I'm wondering why they're not going to play in, in the playoffs. And I'll get a hold of Matt Kern to find out, but I think they've been playing exceptionally well the last few weeks. And uh, as always, a really well-coached group over there. But, but it's interesting to find out. Tyler, thank you very much. And being that, that it's New Berlin West against New Berlin Eisenhower, Tyler's brought to you by Fastback Physical Therapy in New Berlin. Boy, I love this guy over there. He's just one of the, one of the really nicest men 
I have met and not afraid to tell you, you know, what this mission statement for him personally is and for this company, Fastback Physical Therapy. Visit FastbackPT.com today to receive a free virtual consultation on any injury and get back to doing the things that you love to do pain-free. Let's get to uh, line two if we can. Jason's at the Plymouth Ekiwaskum game. Jason Pittman, give me an update. Well, halftime, it's 7-0 Plymouth. Uh, in the second quarter, the Panthers were knocking on the door at the three-yard line of the Indians, but on a shotgun snap, they snapped it over the quarterback's head, and Kiwaskum ended up recovering the fumble. Um, Plymouth did put together a little drive late in the quarter and attempted a 35-yard field goal, which missed wide left. So that puts us at the half at 7-0, Plymouth ahead of Kiwaskum. Hey, Jason, I, uh, I got a, a text from a really good friend of mine. Uh, this week, and and he asked me to get involved in something that he's doing in the classroom. His name is Kevin McKenna, and okay. Kevin said, "Hey, um, do you know Jason Pittman?" And I said, "I do." He said, "You know what? I teach with his wife, and she's just one of the really good people in this world." And I said, well, "That's thank you awesome." So much. Yeah, isn't that thank sweet? You so much. Yeah, yes, it is. So she they asked. In the concession tent I'll go talk to her here in a minute and tell her. You know what? She uh, he, he said some really nice things. I said, "Do you know Jason?" He said, "No." I said, "Well, he's one of the nicest guys I know." So they must obviously this is a uh, a very nice couple, and and I'm looking forward. He's digging down to the bottom of the barrel if he wants me to come on this Zoom meeting to talk to seniors about career paths. Ay ay ay. Hey, it's good stuff. They do good stuff with those kids over there. Yeah, they really do. But I think you should have you on and not me. I mean, you've done <laughs> something with your life. That's Jason Pippen. <laughs> 7 nothing Plymouth over Kewaskum. Uh Guys, we got to get to a break. We're running late. Uh, we will get you scores from McGuanico, Kedham, Rain, Cedarburg, Hartford, Marquette, Brook Central. On the other side of the break, this is the Citizens Bank Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Kern Electric on 1250 AM. The Fan. All right, get your helmets on. Let's go, let's go. From the Southeast Conference to the Parkland. From the North Shore to the Classic Eight. From the Greater Metro to the Southern Lakes Conference and everything in between. When I feel that chill, smell that fresh cup. It's time to get you up to date on all the key high school football games in the area. The boys are falling. It's the Citizens Bank Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Current Electric. Let's turn it over to the fans' high school insider, big time, Mike McGivern. Welcome back to the Citizens Bank Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Current Electric on 1250 AM, The Fan. We're going to get you most current and up-to-date scores at all the key high school football games in the area. And again, I want to thank uh, our friends at Citizens Bank and Kern Electric. With companies like that, we could not do shows like this without partners like that. And guys that understand the importance of this type of programming and grassroots marketing and, and being able to highlight, promote, and celebrate these high school student-athletes Again, Citizens Bank and Kern Electric, pick and save. You know, these are the guys that just have, have been with me for a long time. And Citizens Bank will be one of those companies here in the future. And I just want to thank them for jumping on board. Let's get out to line three if we can. Todd is at the Cedarburg at Hartford game. Todd, give us an update. 
Yeah, we're at half here in Hartford. It's 17-0 Hartford. Um, you know, I, when I was preparing for this game, I noticed that Cedarburg doesn't pass very much. But in the third quarter here, once Hartford went up uh, by 17, they've been passing quite a bit. It's, it's, uh, but, but they're not having very much success. Hartford, man, their defense is smothering them. So hey, t- uh, hey, t- we- hey, Todd. Um, so Cedarburg's got that receiver. Uh, he's a tight end receiver, about six five. He's going to Purdue. Yes. And Hartford's, Hartford is, has done it, obviously a pretty good job bottling him up. Yeah, yeah. Is that uh, Drew? Yes. Ebert. Yep. Yes, yes. Now, now he, he, yeah, he's a tall kid. He did. He broke up a pass uh, in the first quarter. Um, he, he must. He plays defensive back as well, so he, he did break up a pass. I mean, he's he's a couple of heads taller than. Few of the receivers out here. So. Yeah, he is. Uh, he is going to Purdue uh, to play football, and they're thinking about him as kind of a slot or a, a, a receiving tight end. They're going to put some weight on him and, and get him a little bit stronger. So, um, thanks, thanks a lot, Ty. Appreciate it. Let's uh, right down the line. Line four. Uh, John Moore is at the Marquette at Brookfield Central game. John, give us an update. Well, Mike, so far this is a game teams capitalizing on other teams' miscues. Snap goes over the punter's head for Brook Central. Marquette recovers at the 15-yard line. Two plays later, Nick Hansen to Riley Johnson for 15 yards. We have 23-7, and the half's about to expire. I'll tell you, I told you, you know, Brook Central has been jumping out on teams, letting teams creep back in. Marquette has all has started slow in just about every game we've had covered for them this year. And then they the third quarter, they start getting some things done and end up either winning or making a really good game. 23-7, John Moore, thank you very much. Brook Central over Marquette. Let's get to line five if we can. Andy Marino's at the Oak Creek at Franklin game. Andy, give us an update. Well, Mac, I'll start with the score update first. It's Franklin 20, Oak Creek 3. It's halftime here. Luke Cool got a 43-yard field goal for the Sabres. Oak Creek answered with a field goal of their own just before half. And then I'll get to the actual game update here. Things are getting really nasty. Uh, Oak Creek was uh, set up to punt, and Franklin got called for a roughing the kicker call, which kept the Oak Creek drive alive. On the very next play, there was a call of roughness from the PA. It wasn't uh, unnecessary roughness, just general roughness. The Franklin sideline was screaming, let them play, let them play. So somebody got a flag for being rough? I've never heard of that. The PA announcer didn't even know what to call it. So my co-host on on uh, my Saturday morning show used to be Joe Cook, who was the head coach at Oak Creek, yep. and he used to tell me, he'd say, "Mike, and I'm not kidding when I tell you this. If all of a sudden I just disappear, that means I tried to drive through Franklin, and the cops <laughs> caught me, and I'm in I'm I'm in the jail somewhere. Walk around, look in the closets, but they've got me there. Come get me, because." Yeah. He, he said, I can't get a hair. I can't stop and try to get a haircut, an ice cream cone, anything in Franklin. I can't do it. It is getting nasty out here. It's going to be an interesting second half. He got a flag for roughness. Yeah, that's what the PA, the PA uh, guy <laughs> stopped himself and just said for uh, roughness. So, I, yeah. Well, then, again, great, play, great guy to have you sponsored by. Those players <laughs> better understand you were sponsored by Fastback Physical Therapy in New Berlin. FastbackPT.com for more information. Andy, thank you very much. Let's get to line one if we can. Alex and Zola. McGuanago at Catamaran. 
Give us an update. Mac, it's halftime here at Kettle Moraine, and we are tied at 14 apiece. Oh, man. Bit of a gut punch, though, for uh, McGuanago to end the first half. Kettle Moraine gets the ball back with just under a minute to go, and they put together a nice drive, and they capped it off with a 34-yard touchdown pass. The quarterback threw it backwards to the running back, and the running back launched it downfield to the wide receiver who was wide open in the end zone. So it is 14-all at intermission. Hey, Alex, so um, Thursday night lights, when when I was a sideline reporter on my 24, we were out at Carroll University last year, and, and Catholic Memorial was as good a team as there was in this area, and McGuanago had them on their heels. Right before half, they ran a hook and ladder for a 60-yard touchdown, and McGuanago went into the locker room, came out with their heads down, and, and Catholic Memorial rolled them a little bit. And now this is happening to them again. So a double pass, Kettle Moraine, right before half to tie the score at 14. Yeah, I mean, the mark of a team here in the second half, they got to come out and be able to respond here. Um, it's going to be a dogfight the rest of the way here in the second half. There's no doubt. Alex is at the McGuanago at Kettle Moraine game, and he's brought to you by Citizens Bank. Newest partner to our high school programming, Citizens Bank is a full-service community bank with 12 convenient locations located throughout Waukesha and Walworth County. Go to Citizen Bank dot bank. Let's get to line two if we can. Don with Chillis is at the Lake Country Lutheran Greendale Martin Luther game. Don, give us an update. Mike, Martin Luther got the stop. They'll get the ball back with 40 seconds to go right here before half. It'll go five plays, 30 yards. Andrew Wright punches it in from one yard out. And as we make it to half, it's 15 to eight right now. Martin Luther on top. Wow. Boy, I'll tell you, that's a heck of a game you're at. Yeah, it, it's been it's been a fun game, and quite honestly, this could even be a bigger deficit for uh, Lake Country Lutheran as Martin Luther had a 44-yard touchdown pass called back at the end of the first quarter for an illegal shift. So erase that one, or add that one, should I say, and we could have a uh, much different game here at the half. Hey, Don, I don't know this, but, but I would be willing to guess – that the Lake Country Lutheran has not been down at halftime to anybody this year. And I don't know that for a fact, but thinking back at the games we've had them covered, I think they were up against Toast East. I think they were up against Nicolay. And the rest of the games on their schedule, I'm sure they were up at halftime. So it'll be interesting to see how these kids react being down 15-8. The way this game has gone back and forth in this first half, it'll be interesting really to see how both teams react because we've had a dogfight, but a dogfight in the best sense of the phrase. Hey, um, what do you got coming up on your uh, your college show? Well, we're going to go 7-9 to nine on Monday, yep. and we're going to preview uh, the upcoming college basketball season. So we're going to get a couple of coaches on. Ben Steele from the uh, Milwaukee Journal Sentinel will join us and talk a little bit about uh, the Marquette Golden Eagles. So we're going to take a look at hoops because – the way the Badgers have gone, you just never know whether we're going to have a game or not. You really don't. Hey, by the way, I'm going to head out on, on Tuesday to see uh, Jason with Soul Boxer, who is one of the sponsors of, of your show. And uh, we're going to redo his commercial and freshen it up a little bit. And uh, I'm a big fan of his. And he's a big fan of the, the show and, and uh, happy to have you guys partner up. I, I could not have him do what Citizens Bank did, and that's get involved with our high school programming since Soapboxer is a, it's a adult beverage. It, it, uh, it would 
give you a bit of a quandary, but we're awful, awful happy to have Jason with us. That's for sure. Yeah, there's no doubt. You know, that game that you're at, you know, the redesigned Metro uh, Classic Conference, it's this is going to de- uh, decide who wins that conference. And I know, I know that both teams, a lot of pride in both programs. Martin Luther plays a lot of seniors. And Lake Country Lutheran plays one. And so it'll be interesting to see how Martin Luther, if they, you know, I, I'm most interested to see how Lake Country Lutheran comes out second half. Do they come out, like, and just play like they have played all year? Or now all of a sudden, what what happens, you stop trusting the guy next to you and you stop, you know, you start going his area because you don't think you can cover this kid. And then you get beat on a different play because you you're not where you're supposed to be. There's a lot of things that happen with kids that age when they're all of a sudden down. They think they've got to make the play instead of just staying in the system. They believe, well, i got to make a play. Somebody's got to make a play. It might as well be me. And that's when you start all of a sudden. Now you're down 22. Now you're down, you know, it's 22-7, and now you're really in. It's just a bad place to be. So I, I, I who gets to kick? Who gets to kick off, do you know? If I'm not mistaken, I think it's Lake Country Lutheran that will receive to start the second half. And, Mike, to your point, though, watching Lake Country Lutheran here as they operate their halftime in the corner of the end zone, there's no panic. Heads are not down. There's a, there's a confidence and a calmness right now about this Lake Country Lutheran team, which I think bodes well for them to see if they can climb back into this thing in the second half. You know, uh, the t- a tight end, he plays linebacker as well for Lake Country Lutheran. Uh, his name is Colin Amack. His dad, Nate, and I have been friends forever. I've known Colin since he was probably, I don't know, four years old, something like that. And uh, interested, if you can, take a look at, at, at him and, and give me, uh, you know, next time you call, tell me how he's playing. We'll give you a scouting report next time out. You got it. That's Don Wachilla. It's 15-8 at halftime, Greendale Martin Luther over Lake Country Lutheran. Guys, let's get to a break. Other side of the break, we're going to be joined by the head football coach at Wauwatosa West. Again, they, he's had a tough day. And he's kind enough to, to come on the show and talk a little bit about it. And uh, they found out they are out for 14 days, which means their season is done. And they were supposed to play Wauwatosa East tonight, which is always a great way to, to, to have Wauwatosa come together. And if there's a different another community that needs to come together a little bit more than Wauwatosa, I'd like to know who it is. And this game normally does that. And it had to get canceled. And head coach from Wauwatosa West will join us on the other side. This is the Citizens Bank Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Kern Electric on 1250 AM, The Fan. I'm Austin Delaney, and it's time now for your Citizens Bank Varsity Blitz Scoreboard Update. Lake Country Lutheran and Martin Luther having an interdivision battle here. Martin Luther up 15-8 at the half. Kakana up over Germantown 10-7. Brookfield Central up at the half over Marquette. It's 23-7 Brookfield Central. Whitefish Bay with a 14-0 lead over Homestead. That game is in the second quarter. New Berlin Eisenhower with a commanding 17-0 lead at halftime over New Berlin West. Maguanago and Kettle Moraine are t- knotted up at 14 at halftime. Plymouth over Kewaskum, 7-0 at halftime. Franklin takes a 20-3 lead into the half against Oak Creek. Hartford up 17-0 over Cedarburg at halftime. 
Pewaukee up 7-0 over Catholic Memorial at the half, and Arrowhead has a 23-0 lead over Sussex-Hamilton late in the second quarter. This scoreboard update is brought to you by Current Electric. Go to callcurrent.com. Listen every Saturday at 11 a.m. for this week's Current Electric Superhero of the Week. Why? Because Current cares. Welcome back to the Citizens Bank Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Current Electric, on 1250 AM, The Fan. We're now joined by the head football coach at Wauwatosa West, Andy Colstead. Andy, it's been a rough day, brother. Yeah, yeah, it really has, man. It's been a really long day, tough, emotional, uh, a lot of despair. Man, so tell me, did uh, was it uh, with you guys? Obviously, in the locker room, or some of the players um, tested positive. Is that is that correct? Yeah, we had a uh, we had an individual who actually had a family member that had tested positive, and the kid didn't even know um, until it was too late. Oh. When we when we found out um, that the kid was positive, he he had been at practice, and it really put us in a tough spot because. Uh, it essentially knocked out our whole team. Hey, Andy, was this going to be your last game either way? Because I was looking at the opt-out of the schools that have opted out to to do this two-game playoff, and Wauwatosa West was on that. Uh, was this going to be your last game of the year either way? Absolutely not, man. Absolutely not. Our, our kids were excited. Um, you know, we were we kind of had the philosophy of every every game was a gift. However, you know, our kids haven't been in the playoffs for a while, and we were looking forward to staying up tonight until about midnight, 1 o'clock, getting those seedings and, and getting jacked up for the postseason. We actually launched a team store on oh. Sunday night this week and, and had our parents buy a bunch of a bunch of gear. Boy, I'll tell you what. I, yeah, look, and this is – and and reading what uh, – on Wisports.net, and, and I'm not going to – uh, use this quote as my own because uh, this is something that, that they wrote. But he said, look, what a season it has been for, for Wauwatosa football. Probably the best combined year in decades. West has been ranked um, most of the year and has already beaten four playoff teams from last season. East is much improved. And, and Andy, before we went to a break, I said, if there's a community in the state of Wisconsin that needed this game more than Wauwatosa, I don't know of one. Because this game really does bring a lot of people together, and I think the, I think the community of Wauwatosa, this is something that would have been really good for for your your community, your school, your players, for the Wauwatosa East guys as well. Because you had told me last week, look, East is playing really well. This is going to be a tough out for us, and uh, I know you guys have been playing exceptionally well. So does this now then end your season having to be gone fourteen days? Um, there's a high probability of that. We're, we're trying to remain optimistic. Um, you know, our kids are crushed right now and we're still kind of in the, 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 the stage of denial. We're still in the process of just taking all the information and, and, and just pushing through. We don't know. Uh, we, we are going to be in quarantine until November 19th. We're working with our health health department to kind of make sure that that's the right date. And if it is, we're going to try to see what kind of options we have. Um, 
you oh, know, in the boy. meantime, we have we have some time to figure some things out. So we'll uh, we've been doing it all season, man. If if we get an opportunity to figure out a way to play one more game and close out our year on a positive note, that's what we'll we'll try to do. You know, without being able to come together till the nineteenth, I, you know, I. I, I know you guys will figure something out, and hopefully you can. But that would be that would mean you'd have one day of practice, and then play either or two days of practice if if somebody would play on the twenty first. I guess. I, yeah, I don't. yeah. It, it, again, it's all it's all WIA rules, and it, it's you know we were in contact with Wade Lebecki today, and we're we're just trying to. We're trying to figure something out. I mean, this is like the worst possible time it could happen. I know there's schools all over the state that have been dealing with these kinds of things, and you know, I, I don't wish I don't wish bad harm on anybody. It's just that you know, our situation we got we got dealt the worst timing you could have. I, I our kids were excited. We came off a huge win last Friday. Last huge. Friday was a was a monumental win for our community and our program and our kids are on a new level. We we feel like our program's making the turn and and bam, we get hit before our rivalry game and it and it basically knocks us out for the playoffs. It's just it's it's a lock. It's so if we could just get any kind of closure just to bring our seniors in and say, All right, it's been rough, it's been a long year but let's come together one last time for one more battle. That that would mean the world to our kids. I just don't know if we'll get that chance. Boy, I, Andy, I, I sure hope that that somehow, some way, I don't know. Maybe they're maybe the dates are wrong, and maybe you can get together a little earlier that week. Something has to pop your way on this thing. I don't. I'm trying to figure out when deer hunting starts, what the date is, because that's. You know that's what the WI football has got to end before deer hunting starts, and I don't know if it if it is that Saturday, or if it's that. You know, I'll I'll take a look at it because if if the twenty first is something that would still be open, I would assume that maybe there's a team that would want to play, and what you'd be able to do then is take a look at some of those first round matchups, find a team because if they lose. They're going to be able to to maybe play one more week, and I, you know, that way your kids could get a game, their kids could get one more game, and uh, like you said, every game's been a blessing. But the way this thing happened for you, White, it happened at Whitefish Bay, and they missed two games in the middle. They're now playing, you know, they're playing basically at Homestead for what they believe is a conference championship. So, like you said, yeah. the timing on this thing could not be worse for you. Yeah, and like I said, that's what that's why it's so tough. I, I it it's hard to just move on. You know, we talk to our kids all all the time about you know being strong in adversity, and, and it's just sometimes it's also okay to just say, hey, this is rough, and and we got to have some time here to heal. Right. Um, and like I said, at the end of the day, I just hope that I know there's going to be another team out there somewhere that will be in a very similar situation to us. I just the way that this thing has been going the last three four weeks around the state with all the changes in games and, and the quarantines and exposures and, and teams being banged. I, I just, I feel like there's, there's some optimism there and, and I'm just hopeful. Hey, Andy, I had uh, Lewis Brown, the head football coach at Franklin on last week about this same time. And he sure. raved, he raved about your team. He, he said, look, I, you know what? We are so excited, right? To be able to go yeah. there. Um, what'd you think of them? Well, they're a great football team. Yeah, I mean, they, we, are, uh, they are good. 
Yeah, I mean, we were excited. We So we actually had a couple opportunities. We were supposed to play Grafton that Friday, and we had a couple opportunities where if we would have taken those opportunities, that would have been something our kids would have never never been able to do. You know, we were razor thin close to pulling the trigger on hopping on a coach bus and taking a four-hour ride and, and playing teams that Wauwatosa West will just flat out never play. But then uh, Terry Kelly at My24 calls me on, like, Wednesday night or Tuesday night and says, hey, Franklin's looking for a game. And, you know, I, I know Coach Brown and I know Coach Beck over there and got on the horn with those guys. And, and I'll tell you what, playing Franklin was one of the best things we could have done as a program because, I don't know, I'm sure every coach has a different philosophy. I, I think a lot of them have the same as us. But if you want to be the best, you got to beat the best. And sometimes you're going to take some hits. And, and we knew that we were going to walk into a tough football team, and that's what they were. And that's, They were fast yep. on offense and fast on defense and, and well-coached. But well, it made us a better team. Well, I'll tell you, he, he said, look, I, we were so excited to go play there, and, and they were they were really good. They were physical. They were well-coached. And these kids, were, they, these kids gave us everything we could handle, and that's exactly what we were hoping for. And he just – I'll tell you, and he said nothing but really good things about you and your program. So, um, look, if there's anything that I can do for you, please let me know. Certainly praying for you and these kids that you guys figure this thing out. And uh, I just feel really bad for you guys with the kind of year you're having. Well, I appreciate it, man. Thanks for your thoughts. You bet. Andy Cole said head football coach at Wauwatosa West. Let's get to a break. Other side of the break, we've got a number of guys on hold. We get to a break, we can get all these guys at the uh, – on the next uh, segment, we've got Plymouth, Kewaskum, and Whitefish Bay, Homestead, Marquette, Brook Central, Pewaukee Catholic Memorial, and then we'll open up some lines to get some other guys on as well. This is the Citizens Bank Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Kern Electric on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Citizens Bank Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Current Electric. We're going to get you the current and most current up-to-date scores at all the key high school football games in the area. Let's get to line one if we can. Jason Pittman, Plymouth at Kewaskum. Jason, give us an update. Well, uh, Kewaskum took the opening kickoff the second half and was driving, but then uh, Ian Struve from uh, Plymouth made a great interception on an out route, took it uh, almost all the way back. One play later, uh, it was uh, Mateo Troca for the Panthers that uh, punched it in. They're up 14-0 right now. Kewaskin's on the move again, though. Now they're at the Plymouth 21, and we're down to the final 20 seconds of the third quarter. Boy, it's a pretty good football game you're at. Yeah, it is. I've, I've been impressed. Kewaskin's been playing well. They played well last week, and they went against Kettle Moraine Lutheran, and uh, – they're, they're, they're giving uh, Plymouth some fits right now. He is Jason Pittman, the AD over at Kewaskum. Jason is brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors, Wisconsin. Fall is here. You got to believe me. Fall is here. It's time to get those windows or doors that you've been thinking and talking about. Go to PellaWI.com. Let's get to line two. Have not heard from Michael Rachel for a while. Michael Rachel is at the uh, Whitefish Bay at Homestead game, and he's brought to you by Boilermakers Local 107. They're looking for apprentice right now. Starting pays $27 an hour. Go to Boilermakers107.com. Michael, give us an update. 
Yeah, Mike, you haven't heard from me in a while because there hasn't been much going on in this game. Whitefish Bay did just score to go up 21 to nothing. It was Grover Bartolotti with his second of the game. It was an eight-yard touchdown run. But, I mean, what, Homestead's getting absolutely nothing through Whitefish Bay's defense, so it's been a lot of three and outs and then long drives by Whitefish Bay where they either ended by punting or score a touchdown. So it's, it's a pretty simple game here at Homestead. Boy, I've been to a number of uh, Homestead Whitefish Bay games, and they, over the years, uh, they have not been simple. It has been a dogfight, a lot of hitting going on, and normally comes down to almost the last possession. And that's not, that doesn't sound like that's going to happen tonight. No, the only offense or sign of life Homestead shown is on a uh, kick return. They returned it to Whitefish Bay side of the field, and then a botched punt that was shanked that got into their side of the field. Other than that, they've had like two first downs all game. It's twenty-one nothing Whitefish Bay at. Homestead. You don't hear that much. Let's get over to, uh, thank you, Michael. Let's get to line three if we can. John Moore. He's at the Marquette at Brookfield Central game. Brought to you by Lynch McGuanago, Premier Wisconsin Chevrolet Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram dealer. Go to lynchmcguanago.com. John, give us an update. Well, Mike, Brookfield Central didn't waste any time in the second half. On the first play from scrimmage, Cam Devine, 58 yards, his fourth score of the night. We have 30-7, to seven. Brook Central over Marquette with eight minutes left in the third quarter. Boy, are you surprised a little at this, John? Mike, I'll be honest, I am a little bit, but Marquette early was cap. Uh, Brook Central was capitalizing on miscues, and not on that one. It was wide open up the middle for Cam Devine, and he just screamed to the end zone. You know, Marquette got beat last week by by Brookfield East, and I, I kind of thought, in typical Marquette fashion, they would bounce back this week. And Brook Central record-wise is two and four, but you you cannot look at that because this is a really good football team. If you look at some of their losses early, they were very you know they were one-score games and it was difficult because really good opponents, and uh, they're really well coached. They're right up thirty-seven against Marquette. That that would be a big win for Brookfield Central. John Moore, thank you very much. Let's get over to line four if we can. Uh, Eric is covering the Pewaukee Catholic Memorial game. Uh, Eric, give us an update. Yeah, hey, Mike. Catholic Memorial finally gets on the board. They uh, blocked the Pewaukee punt. We covered on the two-yard line and then ran it in on the next play. Then uh, Pewaukee three and out. Now Memorial's driving. So maybe that's all it took. Maybe they finally woke them up a little bit. What What's the score? Is it 7-7? Uh, seven, seven? Yep, yep, 7-7. Seven, seven. Excellent. Eric Block, thank you very much. Eric's brought to you by your local pick-and-save stores. Listen every Saturday from 10 to noon during the Varsity Blitz Show and meet this week's Pick and Save Student Athlete of the Week. Thanks, Pick and Save. Let's get to line five if we can. Alex Zola. he's at the McGuanago at Kettle Moraine game. Alex, give us an update. Well, Mac, before the half, we talked about whether or not McGuanago would come out with their heads down. No, their heads were right on their shoulders, up straight. They put together an 11-play, 52-yard drive, capped off with a 16-yard touchdown run by the quarterback. McGuanago 21, Kettle Moraine 14 with 525 left in the third quarter. Boy, they learned something after uh, what happened to them last year against Catholic Memorial. Alex, thank you very much. Alex brought you. Alex has brought you by Citizens Bank, newest partner to our high school programming. They've got 12 convenient offices located through Waukesha, Walworth counties. They've been around since 1892. Citizen Citizenbank Let's get out to uh, let's get over to line three if we can. We haven't heard from Tyler Peters in a while. He's at the New Berlin West New Berlin Eisenhower game. Tyler, give us an update. 
Hey, Mike. Well, the reason I haven't been on is because not much happened during the whole third quarter. It's still 17 nothing Eisenhower over West. Kind of a grounded out kind of duel between the two teams, two teams with a lot of running and uh, not a lot of movement offensively. The, the field pretty much from 30 to the 30. I've seen a lot of action, but not much else. Eisenhower, they did go for it on fourth down. They just did and did have a big pass completion, but it's called back for an offensive pass interference. That's been one of the few blemishes that Eisenhower has, and Newberland West just hasn't been able to get anything going offensively as Eisenhower gets a nice bounce on a punt. It's going to go all the way down to the Newberland West two. That's been the, been the kind of night it has been for Eisenhower. Once again, up 17-0 on Newberland West. 1040 watching the game. He is Tyler Peters. Thank you, Tyler. Let's get to uh, line one if we can. Todd is at Cedarburg at Hartford. It was all Hartford this, the first half. Does that continue, Todd? Yeah, uh, well, Hartford scored here in the third quarter, and uh, then Cedarburg came right back, and I'm learning why they call you big time because it was uh, Wyatt Hart hitting Drew Bibber for a uh, nice touchdown pass, and then they converted on the two-point. So we're almost to the end. We have 19 seconds left in the third quarter. It's 24-8 Hartford. Well, every once in a while, you know, a blind squirrel finds a nut or something. You know what that says. Uh, hey, Todd, yeah. thank you very much. Hey, 20... I'll tell you what, Cedarburg is fired up here, too. Well, they, they, you know what, they better get after it. They got a quarter left, and this puts them squarely in in that top pod. And uh, they, they're going to want to try to get uh, – get this win because if not it drops them down and i'm not exactly sure where they're going to go then 24-8 hartford over cedarburg thank you todd let's get to line two if we can ted lang is at the kakana at germantown game todd uh ted give us an update yeah here in the third quarter germantown has exploded on kakana and now just took a 27 to 10 lead they were losing 10 to 7 at halftime uh, right before half, we had a pretty ugly incident that happened on the Kakana sideline after a late hit by Germantown. Uh, one of the Germantown players had to be restrained and kept saying that something about the coach on our sideline, other sideline. So don't know what happened over there because it was on the other sideline. It was pretty ugly. So the officials separated the teams, and they got, got uh, each coach gathered their teams on, on their sideline and took about 10 to 15 minutes wow. to sort everything out. And, you know, we do have a good officiating crew. I know these guys, and, you know, they, they were on top of things. But uh, something something was said on the sidelines of, of there, and it, it fired Germantown up. So Germantown just returned a punt for the touchdown. So it is now 28 to 10, 651 in the third quarter. Well, I, I certainly know that you're going to want to talk to Jake Davis, and I wish we could have coaches on after games the way we used to, or the athletic director at, at Germantown to find out uh, what what was said. You know, and it's interesting because when things like that happen, and you got a guy like Jake Davis who played, he was a good, really good football player, and he could, you know, Phil Dacca and, and and Dave Keel, and he's got this lineage of of really good coaches. He knows what to say at halftime. They're going to challenge. They're going to come to our house and challenge us. Really? Okay. Here we go, right. boys. Let's get it going. Whatever, Ted, whatever it was, fired him up. Ted, thank you very much. Ted Lang is brought to you by UW Credit Union for secure mobile banking that's easy to use. Join UW Credit Union. 
Learn more at uwcu.org. Let's get to uh, line four if we can. Jason, calling back from Plymouth and Kewaskum. What's going on, Jason? Well, Kewaskum uh, took the ball and had a great drive to start the, well, into the third, into the fourth quarter. Uh, at the 11-15 mark, Michael Daniel, the Kewaskum quarterback, had a fourth and one quarterback sneak, went 16 yards for the touchdown. Since then, though, um, uh, Jack Lidke from Plymouth took the kickoff after that, went uh, 55 yards, brought uh, Plymouth into Kewaskum territory, and right now, well, there's not now a penalty, but uh, uh, Plymouth is now looking at, uh, they're in Kewaskum territory on the 30. We have 820 left in the game, Panthers 14, Indians 7. Boy, that's an awfully good game you're at. I, I got to give uh, Kewaskum credit. They're hanging in with one of the better teams in this area. Plymouth, they're having a good year. Jason, thank you very much. Let's get over to line five if we can. Andy is at the uh, Oak Creek at Franklin game. Andy, give us an update. Mac, I got Franklin 23, Oak Creek 3, three minutes left in the third. Mac, I got two MVPs so far for this game. First one is the uh, on-field officials. They got their hands full, just a lot of pushing and shoving between these two teams after each and every play. They're uh, struggling to maintain order here. Uh, the second being the Oak Creek defense. Uh, even though it's a 23-3 to game, Oak Creek defense has really shut down uh, a couple of Franklin drives, holding them to just a field goal. They're giving their, themselves, uh, the Oak Creek offense, a chance to get back in this game. Unfortunately, the offense just hasn't been able to come up with much. You know, Andy, I, uh, the defensive coordinator at Oak Creek, is a, I, his name's Hubba. And yep. he, uh, I coached him freshman year, freshman football at Dominican. And as a freshman, he knew more about football than I do. <laughs> and I'm just telling you the straight up truth. And he was on Joe Cook's staff for as long as I can remember. And Joe really wanted him to come to Texas with him. And, and Hubba was like, you know what? My daughters are here. I'm not going anywhere. And I, I talked to Joel Parr, the head coach at Oak Creek. And he said, look, this is one of the, He's just got one of the best football minds of anybody I've been around. And I know he gets after a little bit. He doesn't mind saying what's on his mind, and I think that you notice that yep. on the sidelines. And uh, he's just one of those uh, guys that's been coaching now a long time, and, and uh, he is certainly a friend of mine. I don't know if he'll, he would say that when I made him run laps as he was a freshman, but he well, was about the same size as he is now. He was, one, he was my center. He's a big boy. Just like I found out last week, no one should question you in football knowledge. There, well, look at you, Andy Marino. Your dad's <laughs> going to be happy with you. Guys, we got to get to a break. It's 23-3, Franklin over uh, Oak Creek. Let's get to a break. Other side of the break, we'll get another update from uh, New Berlin West, New Berlin Eisenhower, or Michael Rachel on hold, Whitefish Bay, and Homestead. This is the Citizens Bank Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show Powered by Current Electric, home of the superheroes, on 1250 AM, The Fan. I'm Austin Delaney, and it's time now for your Citizens Bank Varsity Blitz scoreboard update. It's Martin Luther over Lake Country Lutheran, 15-8. As we just heard a short time ago, Germantown up 28-10 over Kakana late in the third quarter. Brookfield Central with a commanding 30-7 lead over Marquette late in the third quarter. Whitefish Bay has a 28-0 lead over Homestead into the fourth quarter. New Berlin-Eisenhower with 
with a commanding 24-0 lead over New Berlin West into the fourth quarter. McGuanago over Kettle Moraine in the third quarter. It's 21-14 McGuanago. Plymouth has a seven-point lead over Kewaskum. It's 14-7 in the fourth. Franklin up 23-3 over Oak Creek in the third quarter. Hartford has a 24-8 lead over Cedarburg into the fourth quarter. We are knotted up at Catholic Memorial. It's 7-7 Catholic Memorial and Pewaukee. And Arrowhead has a 23-0 lead over Sussex Hamilton. This scoreboard update is brought to you by your local pick-and-save stores. Listen tomorrow to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show from 10 to noon. Mike McGivern and Ryan McMillan will be talking about the regional playoffs with a number of guests. Welcome back to the Citizens Bank Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Current Electric. We get you the most current and up-to-date scores at all the top area high school football games. Let's get right out to uh, line one. Tyler's at the New Berlin West New Berlin Eisenhower game. Tyler, give us an update. Hey, Mike. Yeah, 538 left in the game, and New Berlin West is finally on the board. But it is still 24 to 8, New Berlin Eisenhower. How long after we had last box where New Berlin West started, we're going to start a drive with their own two. They fumbled on the very next play. Eisenhower recovered it at the West uh, three. And then a couple of plays later, Andrew Lockett was able to score on a six yard run. That was with 9.55 left in the game. And then New Berlin West finally was able to move the ball and they were able to score on a third and six. Carson Rose hit Billy Wetzelowski with a 21 yard pass. With 5:38, they were able to make the two-point conversion, and that's where we stand now, 24 to eight. And New Berlin West, is really right now, about to go for an onside kick, and so the ball is kicked, and it is recovered by Eisenhower. So they will get the ball with good field position. 5:36 left in the game, 24 nothing Eisenhower. Thank you, Tyler Peters. 24-8 Eisenhower. Let's get to line two. Michael's at the Whitefish Bay uh, at Homestead game. Michael, Rachel, give us an update. Yeah, Mike, it is now 28-0, to zero, Whitefish Bay. The latest uh, scoring play was a 17-yard touchdown run by Jack uh, Now, and earlier in that drive, he had a 36-yard catch that extended that drive. So pretty good drive by Jack there. But, yeah, Whitefish Bay, 28-0. to zero. Hey, you know, uh, when you were texting me earlier in the week, you asked me how Mike Bush was feeling. And uh, you know what? I got a chance to, to drop a pizza off, see him through the window. He looked great. And uh, he sent me a text today that said, look, I, I'm not anywhere close to being 100%, but, but today was a really good day, and I'm feeling like, you know what, I've turned the corner a little bit. And I know what he was thinking, Michael, Rachel, because you guys that start doing these sideline stuff for me, it gets in your blood, you can't get it out. I said, hey, Mike Bush, I put you on the IR. I, I brought a young kid, Michael, Rachel, off the taxi squad. So that's what I told him, and you're pull, you're you're uh, filling in for him. So uh, I appreciate you asking, and I know he appreciates all the prayers and love that the guys on this show have sent his way. So I appreciate you asking, Michael Rachel. Twenty eight nothing, Whitefish Bay over Homestead. Let's get to line three if we can. Down with Chillis is at the Lake Country Lutheran Greendale Martin Luther game, and he's brought to you by Hyundai West Dallas. Take advantage of zero percent for seventy two months. Go to HyundaiWestDallas.com. Hey, Don, give us an update. 
Mike, let's get you up to speed. It's been a crazy third quarter. It started with what looked like an incomplete pass from Martin Luther was ruled a lateral. Lake Country Lutheran gets the ball in in the red zone. Martin Luther then will get the stop, hold them on four downs. The very next possession for Martin Luther, they would cough the ball up and give Lake Country Lutheran the ball on the 10-yard line. They would finally score on a Stephen Counnell four-yard touchdown run. The two-point conversion is good. We've got 125 <laughs> to go here in the third quarter. Lake Country Lutheran now leads by one, 16 to 15. Oh, my goodness. Boy, oh, boy. That's a heck of a game you're at, and uh, that's why I sent you over there. I'll tell you what, I almost said, hey, why don't you come and host this show and let me go to that game? I thought you were going to send me out to university school again to see if the lights were working. But, you know, it's <laughs> well, good to be at a game that's working here today. Yeah, but trust me, if <laughs> if things were back to normal, you would have wanted to go to Hard Park for some reason. I can't figure out why you keep wanting to go to that place. I have no idea, but you're right. Life isn't normal, so I'm happy to be where I'm at. He is uh, down with Chillis. Again, uh, 16-15, Lake Country Lutheran over Greendale Martin Luther. Let's get over to line one if we can. Todd is at the Cedarburg at Hartford game. Hey, Todd, give us an update. Okay, we have 5.06 left in the game in regulation. 24-16 Hartford. Oh. Cedarburg has the ball. So Cedarburg uh, took it in. A uh, rushing touchdown by Connor Roloff. The two-point conversion was good. So uh, we have a game here, Mike. Hey, did um, Cedarburg start to run the ball a little bit more? They stopped throwing it. Uh, they it actually what helped them get the, the get down near the in the red zone was a, a pass play that uh, there was a, a pass interference call, and, and uh, so that that helped them get into the red zone and they took it in. So they did start to run a little bit more. That was a, a long third down play that. Uh, that got him into the red zone. So we got a game here. Yes, you do. Todd Boltman, thank you very much. Todd is brought to you by Ideal Logos and Awards. Go see my friend Smokin' Hot Mary for all of your awards, promotions, or embroidery work. Let's get to line four if we can. Jason Pittman got an update at the Plymouth at Kewaskum game. Jason, give us an update. Uh, Plymouth went ahead 21-7 on a touchdown by Jack Lidke. With 5:43 to go, Kewaskum has since come back with a nice drive, a lot of passing to get down the field. Michael Daniel taking the final five yards himself on a quarterback keeper to make it 21-14. We have two and a half minutes to go. It's crunch time. I'm sure we'll be looking at um, possibly an onside kick here, um, but uh, both teams still have their full complement of timeouts. So. It could be an interesting finish. Hey, Jason, what do you do? You were the head coach, Kewaskum, for a long time. Do you, do you do you kick it long and try to get a stop? Do you go onside? What What's your call on this? You know what? Um, the way our kids are getting tired, I, I might go for the onside here and roll the dice. Yeah. Um, you know, if, I, if my defense was playing a little better, I, I would I'd definitely kick it deep and make them, make them have to try to punt it. Yeah. Which actually probably is not a bad strategy because Plymouth is going into the wind, and the wind has been picking up a little bit this fourth quarter. Interesting. Jason Pittman, thank you very much. Jason brought you by, and he said the wind, brought you by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Keep the wind out. Time to get those windows or doors you've been talking about. Go to PellaWI.com. Let's get to line six. Alex Zanzola, that's called a segue, Alex, when somebody talks about the wind and he's sponsored by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Yeah, Mac. I mean, that's that's something. 
Um, all right, we got 28 14 here in the fourth quarter. McGuanago putting together a 99 yard drive, which might have just broken the backs of Kettle Moraine, but. Kendall Moraine's putting together a drive here, so we'll see if they can make it interesting. Uh, under eight to go now. That That's all you have to say about that? Oh, yeah, that's interesting. You moved on quickly, Alex. Well, I mean, you are an interesting guy, Mac. You know what? Do me a favor. When we get off uh, the air, just um, Google Segway, Radio Segway, and you'll kind of get what I – I know you don't – nobody in your family knows much about radio, so obviously you should look up what Segway means and, and how we did that here with the help of uh, – of the guys here, Sam and Austin, and he is Alex and Zola. It's 28-14. McGuanago over Catamaran. Let's get to line two if we can. John Moore. He's at the Marquette-Brookfield Central game. Hey, John, Marquette uh, making a comeback, or has Brook Central closed the door? Well, Brook Central's pretty much closing the door, Mike. They haven't been stopped yet in the second half. Cam Newbauer from 65 yards out. Wow. And on the very next drive, say this name 10 times fast, Benit. Minota, <laughs> nope. From, from 15 yards reception, we have 44-14, Brook Central over Marquette with 12 minutes. Well, we're just going to start the fourth quarter as of right now. Yeah, I'm sorry, 48-14? 44-14. 44-14. A Marquette defense that's given up 44 points through three quarters. That is correct. I think they're the Mike, Mike Petten defense. Oh, they're, ooh. Ouch. That's John Moore. That was not Mike McGivern. That was John Moore. It's 44-14. Brooks Central over Marquette. Wow. That is uh, that is a little bit of a surprise, I, I have to be honest with you. Let's get to a break, guys. Other side of the break, we've got uh, Jason from that Plymouth-Kewaskman game. Um, we've got Andy. He's at the Oak Creek Franklin game. We'll probably just bypass him to the following segment, something like that. This is the Citizens Bank Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Kern Electric on 1250 AM, The Fan. All right, get your helmets on. Let's go, let's go. From the Southeast Conference to the Parkland, from the North Shore to the Classic Eight, from the Greater Metro to the Southern Lakes Conference and everything in between. When I feel that you... Smell that fresh cup. It's time to get you up to date on all the key high school football games in the area. The boys It's the Citizens Bank Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Current Electric. Let's turn it over to the fans' high school insider, big time, Mike McGivern. Welcome back to the Citizens Bank Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show. Powered by Kern Electric, we will get you the most current and up-to-date scores at all the key high school football games in the area. Let's get to line one. We last left Jason Pittman. Kiwasco is going to probably onside kick. Let's find out what happened. Hey, Jason, what's going on? Plymouth at Kiwasco. Well, Kiwasco did recover the onside kick. Exchange student Ben Poshman. Uh, hit a beautiful ball that uh, bounced and hopped up over the Plymouth guys. Mason Drace made the recovery for Kewaskum at the uh, Plymouth 33. Kewaskum just had a fourth and 17 from the Plymouth 40 and ended up throwing an interception oh. at the four-yard line. So, a uh, minute 27 left. It looks like your final is going to be Plymouth 21, Kewaskum 14. Boy, you got a ball game. Yeah, you got to feel. Look, I, I never. I had a hard time as a coach believing in moral victories. I, I did. 
I, I just, if we learn something from it, you know, it's not, look, we lost, boys. We lost, but what did we learn from it? But that's a really good game that Kiwaskman just played. Yes, they did. And, uh, you know, they're finally fight, starting their, finding their stride. You know, after two games uh, lost due to COVID, then we played a uh, very tough uh, uh, Lake Mills team and a very good Lakeside Lutheran team back-to-back weeks when we finally got to play and then uh, ended up uh, struggling against Fort Washington in a loss, um, but then played really well last week against Kettle Marine Lutheran. We played well again tonight, moved the ball, just a couple lightning bolts, really that interception that was almost a pick six, and then a long kickoff return for Plymouth set up their their, uh, third store. I mean, otherwise, this is a really even ball game. Hey, Jason, so they're going to put those pods together, and the top pod will be – you know, the teams with really good records, the bottom pod, not great records. And I don't know if I want to see Kiwaskum in that bottom pod. Like, I'm not sure that, that you know, you're going to look at their record and think, okay, we're going to roll this team. Who do we get next? I'm not sure I'd want that. I would agree with you right now. I mean, if our kids stay positive, I'd. I think we can definitely have a chance to uh, win out here. Yeah, I do too. He's Jason Pittman. 21-14 looks like that'll be the final. Plymouth at Kiwaskum. Let's get to the line two if we can. Ted Lang is covering the Kakana at Germantown game. Boy, this has been something else, what's going on out there. Ted, give us an update. Eight minutes ago in the game, it is now Germantown 28, Kakana 20. So it's turning into a game here. Kakana has a touchdown two-point conversion, and a safety to pull within eight points. Uh, very intense, very hard-hitting game. We are seven minutes and 30 seconds to go here in the fourth quarter. Ted, do you feel overtime with that one? I'm feeling overtime with it. Oh, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah. hey, you know what? It's been a very uh, entertaining game, you know, and, uh, you know, with everything that's happened, you know, hey, you know, if it happens, that'd be great. If not, oh, well. But here's Germantown knocking on the door again here uh, big time. So, uh, yeah, who knows? You know, yeah. We got seven minutes to go, 28-20. 28-20, Germantown. Ted Lang brought to you by UW Credit Union for secure mobile banking. Go to uwcu.org. Let's get to line three if we can. Tyler Peters, see if New Berlin West is hanging in there. New Berlin West at New Berlin Eisenhower. Tyler, give us an update. Hey, Mike. Well, it's. That's going to be the case for New Berlin West. It's now 31-14 Eisenhower. After successfully recovering our West's onside kick attempt, Kristen Oates was able to hit Tommy Colburn again, this time from 29 yards out. That was with around three minutes left. A little bit of a moral victory, though, for New Berlin West on the ensuing uh, kickoff. They were able to return all the way to inside the Eisenhower 20, and they were finally able to score and off thrive. Finmar with a one-yard run, touchdown run. That was with a minute 16 left. We now have 45 seconds left in the game at Eisenhower. They, they were able to recover another offside kick attempt by New Berlin West, and they're running the clock out, down right now. So this is going to be Eisenhower's victory in this rivalry game. Tyler, thank you very much. Tyler brought you by Citizens Bank. They've got a location in uh, New Berlin, important area for them, newest partner of our high school programming Appreciate uh, Citizens Bank. Let's get to line four if we can. Michael Rachel, he's at the Whitefish Bay at Homestead game. Michael, give us an update. I got a final here from Homestead, 28-0 to zero, Whitefish Bay in an absolute blowout. Wow. 
Boy, I don't know the last time a homestead has been shut out, to be honest with you. You were impressed all night long with that Whitefish Bay defense. I was. It's now 12 straight quarters without giving up a single point, and it's all been in conference play as well, so that's making a statement if you ask me. But, yeah, I mean, this defense, they're just fired up to play every single every single play, and they're, they're dominant. I, I'm, I'm kind of speechless by this game, to be completely honest, because I've been to three homestead games now, and the other two, they put up a ton of points. So right. to be blanked at home against Whitefish Bay is a little bit of a shocker to me. Have I sent you to three Homestead games? Sorry about that. No, that's okay. I think this is the third one. Man, so they, they probably think that uh, that you cover Homestead nonstop. I'll, I'll, I know. I'll, I'll have you. Hey, Homestead I, right I, pr- <laughs> I promise I'll get you to a different game uh, next week. <laughs> okay, sounds good. I'll he, go with whatever. He is Michael Rachel. He's done a great job. I guess coming off the taxi squad, he covered for Mike Bush. 28-0 Whitefish Bay over Homestead. Michael's brought to you by Boilermakers Local 107. They're looking for apprentices starting pay $27 an hour. Go to Boilermakers107.com. Uh, I guess we have time. Let's uh, let's go ahead and take Andy. It'll be quick. Andy, Oak Creek, and Franklin. Andy, give us an update. Mac, I got Franklin 35, Oak Creek 3, minute and a half left. That's most likely going to be the final here. Uh, Franklin poured on two touchdowns since we last talked. The story of this one continues to be Oak Creek just can't get anything going offensively. So not much new here. I did want to say, Mac, that I am close by. I think tonight's a really good night for you to take Austin, Sam, and me out for a post-show dinner. I mean, unless you don't appreciate Austin and Sam's hard work. I do not. I do not. Ouch. And I, you know what? I, I, I don't think you've done a good job all year. So we'll talk about that <laughs> next. We'll talk about that next oh. year. It's going to be uh, Raul and I are going to dinner tonight. So you can join us if you would, if you would like. No, hey, I'm good. I got to go home. Andy, I'll tell, I'll tell you this, that, you know, Lewis Brown, the head coach at Franklin is also the defensive coordinator at Franklin. And he knew, and he knows the Oak Creek quarterback is a freshman. The Oak Creek quarterback has grown up in Oak Creek and has seen this rivalry. And there's no doubt that, you know what, he, he's got some butterflies. And, and I thought Lewis Brown would probably throw some things at this young man that maybe he hasn't seen. And uh, he's just one of the best defensive coordinators in southeast Wisconsin. And everybody always wants to talk about this high-flying offense that Franklin has. I always want to talk to Lewis about his defense because they just – you look at the scores – and it's uh, it's a defense that is very stingy every single year, and, and again this year. Yes, sir. Complete blowout here tonight. You got it. Hey, thanks a lot, uh, Oak Creek Franklin. Franklin thirty-five-three. Let's before we get to a break. Todd is at the Cedarburg Hartford game. Todd, give us an update. Okay, well that's we got a final. It's twenty-four sixteen Hartford. Wow. Over Cedarburg here. Uh, Cedarburg had a had a chance. Hartford's defense came up big on there. Their last uh, drive there, and then they, they were able to run the clock out. So a really hard-fought game here. Um, I'll tell you, Cedarburg, Cedarburg is, you know, they came back, but, you know, from that first half uh, being down 17 nothing, but uh, it turned out to be a good game. Boy, it is. It just uh, – it's, it's going to affect Cedarburg tonight and tomorrow, and I think – I don't know what this will do to them. I know it's going to probably put Hartford in the upper pod somewhere. That's what they thought. 
And I was talking to somebody that coached out at Hartford for a long time. And he said, look, I, I talked to John, the, the head football coach, this week, and he thinks if, if we get a win tonight against a really good Cedarburg team, we, we, we should be able to get into the top pod no matter where they put us in that top four. And that's what our kids are playing for. Our playoffs basically start tonight is what they were saying. And uh, the only loss that Cedarburg had before this was to, to Whitefish Bay, who basically who shut out. Homestead tonight, so you can see the quality yeah. defense that that Bay has. This is a big win for Hartford, and uh, got got to congratulate uh, those boys at, at Hartford. Hey, uh, yeah. Todd, happy yeah. hey, happy birthday! I'm sorry that this is what you're doing on your birthday. We could have sang or something oh, no. for you. Oh, that's good. You're good. You're good. Uh, all right, Todd Boltman. Right. Thanks a lot. Right, Twenty four sixteen Hartford um, over Cedarburg. Guys, let's get to a break. Other side of the break. We'll talk, uh, Jason, again, uh, Plymouth, Kewaska, Tyler with uh, New Berlin West and Eisenhower, and Alex covering the McGuanago at Kettle Moraine. And we'll get to those guys right after the break. This is the Citizens High School Football, Citizens Bank High School Football Scoreboard Show. As always, presented by our friends at Kern Electric on 1250 AM, The Fan. I'm Austin Delaney, and it's time now for your Citizens Bank Varsity Blitz scoreboard update. Lake Country Lutheran holds a one-point lead over Martin Luther in the fourth quarter. It's 16-15, Lake Country Lutheran. Germantown with an eight-point lead over Kakana in the fourth quarter. It's 28-20, Germantown. Brookfield Central is starting to run away with it here. It's 44-14, Brookfield Central over Marquette late in the fourth we have a final at Homestead. It's Whitefish Bay 28, Homestead nothing. New Berlin Eisenhower gets the victory over New Berlin West. It's a 31-14 final. McGuanago with a 31-14 lead over Kettle Moraine late in the fourth. We have a 28-21 Plymouth lead over Kewaskum late in the fourth. Franklin starting to run away with it. It's 35-3 Franklin over Oak Creek late in the fourth. We have a final from Hartford, 24-16, Hartford over Cedarburg. Catholic Memorial with a 14-7 lead over Pewaukee late in the fourth. And Arrowhead with a 36-3 lead over Sussex-Hamilton just starting the fourth. This scoreboard update is brought to you by Current Electric. Go to callcurrent.com. Listen every Saturday at 11 a.m. for this week's Current Electric Superhero of the Week. Why? Because Current cares. Welcome back to the Citizens Bank Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show powered by Kern Electric on 1250 AM. The Fan. Hey, if you're leaving a game and we're not talking about your game, or we are, doesn't matter. Give us a call. Let us know uh, a little bit more about the game that you're at. Call Austin. Say, look, I'd like to come on the show and talk about the game that I was at. Call us at 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Let's get to line five, four if we can Don Wachillis is at the Lake Country Lutheran at Greendale Martin Luther game. Don, give us an update. Mike, after Lake Country Lutheran had taken it down to Martin Luther's six-yard line, Martin Luther turned them away. They came back, went 94 yards in four minutes and seven seconds. Jacob Hardub with a six-yard touchdown reception. Martin Luther now leads 21-16, 205 to go in the game. Wow. 
Man, keep us up to date on that one. That's an awfully good game that you're at. Uh, let's get over to line five if we can. Alex is at the McGuanigo at Kettle Moraine game. Alex, give us an update. We have a final Mac. It is McGuanigo 31, Kettle Moraine 14. McGuanigo pretty dominant in the second half as they put it away late with a late field goal. McGuanigo keeping their playoff hopes alive. Yeah, and to be in that top four in that Division One. Uh, but Arrowhead's winning. It's going to be difficult, I think. What was the final, 28-14? 31-14. 31-14. Alex, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Let's get out to line one if we can. Uh, Eric Block's been covering the Pewaukee Catholic Memorial game. Uh, give us an update, Eric. Hey, Mike. We finally we went final. Memorial 14, Pewaukee 7. Memorial got the ball at a minute 20 left. Went down the field at a 20-yard reverse. And I uh, got in for a touchdown right at the end of the game. Wow, good finish. You know, good good game, good hard-hitting game. Uh, yeah, two good teams. Well, it'll be interesting to see. I, I would think, look, on the coaches' poll, Catholic Memorial, I think, was still ranked number one yep. in, in Division Four. Yep. And, you know, they're not going to take so much what's going on in what division. They may move people up and down and around. And when you look at Division Four, Martin Luther right now, is their division four as well, and they've they've uh, right now beating Lake Country Lutheran. And other than that, in division four, you look Lake Mills. Maybe they'll bring Lake Mills down this way. They could bring Sheboygan Falls this way. There's just a lot of things that can happen tonight. In in that, it's uh, going to be awfully interesting to see. Eric, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Fourteen seven, fourteen seven Catholic Memorial over Pewaukee. Let's get to line two if we can. Jason Pittman. He's uh, covering the Plymouth at Kewaskum game. Jason, give us an update. Jason, you there? Jason Pittman going once, going twice. He's gone. I can tell you what happened in that game. Uh, they the Plymouth had uh, gotten the ball back on a stop, and uh, they were going to run out the clock, scored a 92-yard run after a timeout. Uh, the final in Plymouth, Kewaskum, 28-14. Plymouth. Uh, let's get to uh, line four if we can. Ted Lang is at the Kakana at Germantown game. Hey, Teddy, give us an update. 28-28, 37 <laughs> seconds to go. Kakana on the 24-yard line of Germantown. Hey, Teddy, when, when I said I'm feeling overtime in this one. Yeah, you, you, yeah, you might have that prediction, but if you're Kakana, you like your chances because you got a kicker that can kick 50 yards. Are they going into the wind or against the wind? There's not really much wind, so that helps them. Nothing so, to their back. Know. Yeah, I guess going in or or uh, facing them. I guess that's it'll, the it'll same thing. Going, it, there's a light wind. It'll be kicking into it. You well, know, if if they got it, but they are second and ten now on the 13 yard line. Oh of my! Germantown, 25 boy, seconds ago. Boy, Kakana showed a lot tonight, didn't they? To you. They, they came back, you know, and, and they scored on a wild play where it, where it bounced out of the receiver's hands at the end zone, and then number 84 was right there to grab it. And then on the two-point conversion, it was initially called back because of procedure, and they pushed them back, and then they, they scored on a pass play of the two-point conversion. So give them credit. They never they never quit, and, you know, they, they got a good team. Yeah, they do. Teddy Lang, thank you very much. Let's get to line three, Tyler Peters. Uh, New Berlin West, New Berlin Eisenhower. Tyler, what's going on? Hey, Mike. Well, we do have a final. It is 31-14, New Berlin Eisenhower over New Berlin West. Just a 
the kind of game you expect from New Berlin, Eisenhower, and and Coach Kern's kind of game. Just practically flawless for New Berlin, Eisenhower, for New Berlin West, just not quite as sharp. They did have two uh, fumbles and turno- and turnovers. That kind of kind of put put the game out of reach for them. Just a very impressive performance for Eisenhower. They actually scored four touchdowns, two of them passing, two of them running. So a very nice uh, balanced balanced offensive performance, even though Eisenhower didn't even throw the ball that much. Boy, uh, you know what? That uh, the, the, that game when West and Eisenhower play, it uh, you throw out the records, and, and uh, they don't like each other a whole lot. i got to be honest, the players don't. I think the coaching staff does for sure. I know they do. Um but that's interesting. Tyler, good job tonight. Thank you very much. Really appreciate it. Let's try Jason one last time before we get to a break. Uh, Jason, Plymouth at Kiwaska. How you doing? You know, we uh, let's uh, let uh, Jason go. Let's get to a break. Other side of the break, Jake Walter, head football coach, Whitefish Bay, is going to join us. Um, I'll tell you what, Michael Rachel at that Whitefish Bay game said, this is the best defense I've seen all year. We'll talk to Jake Walter about that on the other side of the break. This is the Citizens Bank Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show powered by Kern Electric on 1250 AM, The Fan. Uh, Welcome back to the Citizens Bank Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show. Powered by Kern Electric on 1250 AM, the fan. Whitefish Bay, I'll tell you what. Michael Rachel said that this is the best defense I've seen, the games I've gone this year. And uh, Jake Walter, head football coach at Bay. Man, it's been a long couple of weeks. What a way to to, uh, get back to playing football with a shutout at Homestead. Jake, congratulations. Uh, Thanks a lot, Mike. Yeah, it was a long couple weeks. We've been just chomping at the bit. Uh, trying to get guys back in and uh, ready to go. They were so hungry for this game tonight. It was it was fun to see how much energy we had coming out of the gate. <laughs> hey Jake, so how how will this work? Are you guys you guys are North Shore Conference champions, correct? Correct. There was a long discussion uh, this week. I won't bore you with all the details, but it came down. The AD said that uh, we win. We're the conference champs, no matter what. Um, and I heard Hartford beat Cedarburg as they, well. So, they did. Um, but yeah, they just said if you guys win, um, you guys are five and zero. You guys are conference champs, no questions asked. Yeah, I'll tell you what. I I had a chance to meet with uh, some of those kids from Cedarburg, our pick and save student athlete of the week, and and some of those kids. And, and I said, guys, don't. I'm telling you, don't sleep on Hartford. They're good. And they're like, yeah, I know. no, we we know, we know. And um, you know, they they Cedarburg let them get out to a big lead, came back, but got beat twenty four sixteen. Was that final? Wow, I'm shocked that uh, Cedarburg only got 16. No offense, because Hartford's got a great defense. I know that from the last four years. Uh, but Cedarburg's offense is just a machine. They're so tough. Boy, I'll tell you what. Win by Hartford. Yeah, that's a that's a really good win, Jake. What, what do you? I, I know we all kind of predicted. Look, and do you have any idea what where you guys are going to end up or where you're going to be? I, uh, you know, everybody does the you know guessing game, but. No one knows, especially this year. You have no clue. I mean, I wonder how many teams are going to opt out after tonight. I just hope people don't opt out after they get the pod system because that's not fair for anybody. Um, don't wait to see who you have. 
you know, opt out beforehand if you don't want to be in a pod and then go pick whoever you want to play. That's fine. But right. don't opt out if you already have the pod. That would be bad. Look, in the coaches um, poll, and, and, and this is not – this is just, you know, coaches, but you guys are ranked number one in Division three. Grafton is third. And then it's, you know, Baraboo and Plymouth. And Plymouth won tonight, I think it was 28-21 over Kewaska. So they might be – I mean, if they would keep you guys in Division three. Yeah, do you feel like maybe they're going to move you a division up to two? Well, yeah, with uh, what you look at with Travis Wilson, you, they got the, all the lists. I think with so many teams out, I think we'll be probably be solid D2, but a lot of these teams that are normally D2 are going to be in D1, so you never know. Um, I'm just going to enjoy this win and uh, wait till midnight or whenever it comes out and <laughs> get ready to play another football game. <laughs> Hey, I, I, I told this story a couple weeks ago, but well, I was on uh, the sidelines for a homestead at Whitefish Bay Thursday Night Lights High School football game of the week. And before the game, I said, Jake, man, you look like you could still play. And you said, if I could, if I could just play one more game, I'd like to play in this one. This is yeah. one I'd like to play. You've got a lot of respect for the, the homestead program. And for you guys to go there and pitch a shutout, even you got to be impressed with the way your boys played tonight. Yeah, I'll tell you what. I know I'm getting up there in age, but every year when you play Homestead, you know you got to strap it on because they're so they're well coached. They play so hard. Doesn't matter how many guys they had out or if they had whatever. Um, you know they're going to have a good scheme on you. And you know, talking about I want to play. I don't even know if I could be on this defense. I thought I was a pretty good defensive player. Uh, our defense is stacked at every position, and we are really loaded. Um, I'm so proud of these kids. They play so hard. We we just pride ourselves on pursuits and 11 guys to the ball. Uh, we've had plays where given up, you know, a, a big pass play, but somebody always covers up, or a big run play, someone always covers up somebody else's mistake, and it ends up being a 30-yard run instead of usually a 60-yard pass or a 60-yard run. And we just don't let people in the end zone. Uh, we have three straight shutouts. Wow. Uh, our first team defense in, in the five games has given up 10 total points in five games. So, uh, yeah, we're we're a really hungry group. They 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 play with such confidence and they love each other so well. And again, we're a mix of a lot of juniors and seniors together, and uh, they just love playing ball. Hey, Jake, you you told me a story a long time ago on on one of my shows, and I don't remember what show it was, whether it was the coach's show or this show. And you were coaching at Wauwatosa East, and 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 not having much success. And you guys were—I don't know if you were up ten or something like that—middle of the fourth quarter, and you guys ended up getting beat. And you said, "Look, here's here's the difference. Our guys were looking at the clock, going, man, I wish this score. Come on, time. Come on, time. Because we're just not. We don't expect to win. We're not used to winning. And now we had a chance to win. And all they wanted was zeros on the clock. Instead of just finishing the game and taking care of their business. And the, the difference now with Whitefish Bay is when you guys get to a field, you get to a park, you, you fully, this group fully expects to win. And that's a big difference, isn't it? Oh, that's huge. When you have a, a program like that. And I got to quick say, uh, I have a coach on my staff that played for me when uh, when that game happened. And he hates when you bring it up because he always thinks about it. That's <laughs> uh, hilarious that you still brought it up again tonight. What, what's that coach's name? Uh, Kyle Doby. So you have to give him a shout out on that. Hey, Kyle, I'm um, sorry, man. I, I won't bring <laughs> it up again. But you, you have um, to understand that that when 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 Jake said that, it, it it all of a sudden made so much sense to me. 
And I'll, Kyle, I promise I'll try not to bring that up. But if I do, <laughs> I'll just mention you each time. I'll say, hey, Perfect. remember that game where Kyle, where they almost got a win and couldn't get it done? That's that's funny. Yeah. So if we he's can still, we can still tell you the exact play of the time. Uh, the, it was a, a wide receiver reverse pass. Oh, about three twenty left in the fourth quarter. So I still remember it. So you don't have to bring it up for me to remember hey, it. Hey, so, Jake, so is isn't it funny as coaches like I? I bet I could ask you about, you know, when last year when you beat this team, you'd be like, I don't, I don't remember that stuff. But I'll tell you when we did, when we lost, I know exactly what happened at that time. And and I, you know, we don't. uh, I'm glad you said you're going to try to enjoy this one tonight and figure out where they're going to have you, you know, after midnight tonight because yeah, we first time undefeated conference champs since 1962. We've had a lot of ties at Whitefish Bay with Homestead and whoever in the 90s and 80s, but first time undefeated conference champ since 1962, so that's a, that's a good feeling. Well, I don't know why Dave Keel is starting to text me, and they never shut up. No, he didn't. He's not texting yeah. me. They, they didn't shut us out. Oh, that's that's right. Hey, <laughs> so I've hey, look, you and I have talked a long time with you, Coach, and I'm not sure that I've heard – this type of excitement and joy and and just how much you love coaching these kids, that this group, you, you enjoy these kids. Oh, my God, they're great. Every group we get here at Bay has been phenomenal. Um, I mean, we've been waiting for this junior and senior class to mesh together for a long time, and uh, we just could see it coming. And every 6.30 a.m. workout this summer, we had 30 to 35-plus, and every guy that said for us never miss a day um, and it's been phenomenal there's a bunch of multi-sport kids um, they do so much together as a I mean it just truly is a, they're such a family uh, group and it's just fun to watch them compete together they hey, just love picking up each other man how man, I love coaching teams like that I gotta tell you a quick yeah. story Ted Lang is at the Kakana Germantown game and okay. uh I, I said hey I, I'm feeling like this is an overtime game and Ted's like no 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 well, Kakana had the ball down like on the 10-yard line going in with a minute to go, and now I see he's on the board here. It, it did go to overtime. Kakana uh, scored the first in overtime, and now Germantown has uh, has the ball. But that Kakana team would be nice to have that team in your in a pod. They'd be yeah, fun to play. Yeah, I think they're undefeated, correct? I believe they are. Yeah, they've got – and, and they've got them in Division Two again in the coaches' poll, right behind Menominee Falls. I know Menominee Falls; they're going to move. They're going to be a one. I know that. Yeah. And Kakani is undefeated. That, uh, how fun would that pod be? Be with Muskego, Franklin Falls. Well, Marquette got, got hey, and Marquette got hey, drilled tonight. Hey, if you got some pull to bump us up to D one, we wouldn't mind uh, just throwing our name in the hat with that group. Hey, hey, Jake. I'm big time Mike McEvern, man. Come on, know, you want to be you're, you're the guy I got to go to. <laughs> you want to get to D1? I'm the guy, you know. And you <laughs> tell Kyle, Coach Kyle, that I'm gonna keep telling that story. I'm gonna uh, keep. There you go. I'm gonna keep telling that. Was he? What position did he play? Actually, he wants to be in that pod for sure. But did you? I, I watched Muskego handle Hudson today, fifty-four-seven. Wow. Yeah. That's a machine. <laughs> well, I I uh, I told uh, my co-host. On uh, on my Saturday show, Ryan McMillan, I said I'm going to take Hudson plus the thirty. <laughs> I, ca- yeah, I took Hudson. I took Hudson plus thirty, and I didn't cover. Yeah, I know. Unbelievable. A, they're tough. 
Hey, please tell me Kyle wasn't a safety on that Tosa East team. Uh, uh, no comment. No comment. Man, I want Kyle to play in my Thanksgiving Day game. We're going to throw a double pass and watch him go in the fetal position. That would <laughs> that would be the best. Jake Walter, congratulations. Congratulations, Whitefish Bay undefeated North Shore Conference champions. Thanks, Mike. You got it. Say uh, say say goodbye to Kyle for me. I appreciate it. Well, Guys, let's get to line three if we can. Line three, Teddy Lang, um, Germantown, Kakana. It did go to overtime. Teddy, give us an update. Final, Kakana 35, oh. Germantown 28 overtime. Uh, Kakana scored on their possession, uh, got down to the one on a pass play, and they uh, punched it in from there. Germantown got close, uh, but uh, right on the sideline was intercepted. And the galloping ghosts are going to be the happy galloping ghosts. Boy, I'll tell you what. You look at 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 Kakana and maybe Whitefish Bay, who we just had Jake on, who's who's asking maybe get us up to D one. Well, I'd like to play in that pod. Um, but Kakana, Whitefish Bay, Menominee Falls is definitely, I think, going up to D one. This is going to be so interesting. Uh, Teddy, tomorrow, Ryan McMillan and I, 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 I have nobody booked other than our our superhero of the week, our Colonel Electric superhero of the week we have her booked but other than that it's wide open so tomorrow when this stuff comes out i'll start texting coaches and saying can we get 10 minutes with you and and as always there's gonna be guys that are happy and there are guys gonna be not going to be happy and uh, we'll talk to all the guys tomorrow kakana ted how good are they compared to some of the teams you've seen this year uh they'll definitely compete with a lot of the teams we've seen just i mean yeah, you know, this second time I seen Germantown. You know they beat uh, Brook Central pretty good, and uh, you know Brook Central's pretty good team down here. You know and this thing, Kakano's got some beef up front. They got six eight, six four, six four, and they got a weapon. They got a kicker that can kick, and uh, well, they're, hey, they're, but, they're a good team. By the way, how did they? How did this game go to overtime? Did he miss? Um, they. Kakana got all the way down uh, to to the twenty some yard line. Um, they uh, scored on a it was a tip tip ball and the receiver caught it. And then it, they went for two, but it was called back. And then they ended up getting a big pass play, and the kid sales skirted the sidelines for the two point conversion, and uh, that got it into overtime. Wow. Yeah. Well, you know, t- and then oh, they 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 actually had a chance to kick a, a field goal at the end, right? Uh, but the uh, holder dropped the ball. Oh man, Teddy, yeah. th- Teddy, thank you very much. Thanks. Yeah, Kakana gets a win in overtime. Let's get to line two if we can. One of the best games of the night: Lake Country Lutheran at Greendale Martin Luther. Don, give us an update. Yeah, it was a great finish to this one. Greendale Martin Luther is going to come away with the twenty-one sixteen victory. Wow. Lake Country Lutheran once again drives down, gets to the 19, and the defense for the Spartans holds and holds them on four straight downs. Lake Country Lutheran tonight got into the red zone on three different occasions and were turned away all three times. Boy, oh boy. You know, I I know this, um, that the offensive coordinator for uh, Lake Country Lutheran um, not feeling well, did not make uh, the game. And uh, it's interesting because a friend of mine who's at the game, and, and he's gone, I think he's gone to a couple late country Lutheran games throughout the years, and he said, hey, um, I heard in the crowd that their offensive coordinator 
um, was was home not feeling well. And I'm wondering if that's going to have any effect on this. But it didn't seem like it had much of an effect between the 20s. No. No, you're, you're right. And it's easy right now to sit back and second guess, but I have a feeling that coaching staff will be sitting down watching film and doing just that heading into tomorrow. That's, that is awesome. Hey, um, Don, thanks a lot. I appreciate you covering that game. One of the better games of the night. That's a big win for Greendale Martin Luther. Uh, a big win, you know, for not only the kids, but the families, everybody there in attendance, and, and for the school as a whole. Uh, a, a big win, a good win, and now we'll see how that propels them once this whole crazy little playoff system gets going. No doubt, Don. Thank you very much. So let's get to line one if we can. Um, John Moore was at the Marquette at Brookfield Central game. John, is that a final? That is a final, Mike. 47-14, Brook Central over Marquette. Boy, when is the last time a Marquette team's given a 47? Boy, I can't remember. Probably not since I've been alive. No, it's I'm no been... spring chicken. You are not. You are not, but either, either am I. I shouldn't. I can't be talking to you about that. Hey, um, Sam, if you could tee that up real quick. Hey, John. So tomorrow, um, and I'm glad you that you were the last call in this area in this pod because tomorrow's uh, Kern Electric Superhero of the Week. She is Brianna Rite, and she is from Brookfield Central. And I got to tell you. Her and I don't have much in common. She's an overachiever beyond belief, right? And she's a big-time singer, and she's got a 3.9, almost a 4.0 grade point. And she, you know, Spirit Award for Distinguished Young Women, Executive Award for National Honor Society. One of the cool things she does, her and her friends founded this kind of a cappella um, group called Electric Love True Blue. And we're going to play a little. Listen to this. John, how sweet is that? I'm telling you, for, these are Brookfield Central kids. I can't wait to interview her tomorrow. I got a chance to talk to her the other night, and she just was like, oh, by the way, you know what? One thing I kind of forgot, I'm the captain of the color guard. I go, oh, yeah, and um, I'm in National Honor Society, and I have a three-point, almost basically a 4.0 grade point. I go, I would have started with that stuff. Brianna, are you kidding me? She goes, no. Oh, by the way, I'm in this group, and we've done this. And I said, send me something. Send me a clip. Electric Love, True Blue. It's an acapella group. And uh, I, I look forward. She was at that game tonight because, again, she's the captain of the color guard. And they won 47-14. And tomorrow at 11 o'clock, our current electric superhero of the week is Brianna Rattay from Brookfield Central. We'll talk to her, and we'll hear a little bit more from that band, Electric Love, True Blue. Let's get to a break. Other side of the break, we'll wrap this thing up. We'll talk a little bit about the playoffs and, and where I think some of these teams may end up. This is the Citizens Bank Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard. You're powered by Kern Electric on 1250 AM, The Fan. I'm Austin Delaney, and it's time now for your final Citizens Bank Varsity Blitz scoreboard update of the night. As we just heard, Martin Luther and Lake Country Lutheran has gone final. Martin Luther with the 21-16 victory over Lake Country Lutheran. 
Kakana gets the overtime win, 35-28 to over Germantown. Brookfield Central rolls over Marquette, 47 to 14. Brookfield Central over Marquette. Whitefish Bay with a 28 to nothing victory over Homestead. New Berlin Eisenhower gets a 31 to 14 victory over Crosstown. New Berlin West. McGuanago 31, Kettle Moraine 14 is the final at Kettle Moraine. Plymouth gets the 28 21 victory over Kewaskum. All Franklin as Franklin rolls over Oak Creek 35-3. Hartford gets the 24-16 victory over Cedarburg. Catholic Memorial gets a 14-7 victory over Pewaukee. And Arrowhead rolls over Sussex Hamilton 50-17. This scoreboard update is brought to you by our local pick-and-save stores. Listen tomorrow to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show from 10 to noon. Mike McGivern and Ryan McMillan will be talking about the regional playoffs with a number of guests. Welcome back to the Citizens Bank Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Kern Electric. On twelve fifty AM, the fan man. What a night! What a night! There are some some games tonight that are going to change things that are going to be happening in two hours in Stevens Point. The uh, the Whitefish Bay twenty eight nothing over Homestead. The shutout Homestead at home is is big. The Greendale Martin Luther hanging on to beat Lake Country Lutheran to win that conference is uh, is a big deal, and there are some people that think they may see each other again yet in two weeks. And I, if I'm the WIA, I'm trying. Well, they're not going to try to figure out how, how to get Lake Country Lutheran and Martin Luther to play. But if that were to happen, um, we Sam, we might have to take that Friday night off because I'm gonna want to go to that game. Might have to have Don with Chili sit in for me. I might be I might be joining you guys. Yeah, you know what? We'll replay one of these shows and people will be like, What are you talking about? You know? We'll do something like that. Or you know, hey, you and I go, Austin, you run the whole yeah, thing. I was yourself. gonna say, yeah, he just stays here in the studio. We'll all three go out there. Yeah. yeah Austin, I'm sure he's that the, would go really well. He's the rookie, right? Yeah. Yeah, sorry, man. You're gonna have to do all three. So just answer the phones, answer the questions, talk about the games, and get us in and out to break and all the things that Sam does. So uh, if that game, hey, one uh, one other final, uh, Brookfield East all over D.C. Everest. I think that's where Mitch went. Mayor Mitch went to D.C. Everest. Brookfield East, 35 nothing. And I can tell you this, that the uh, junior Spartans fifth grade team beat Greendale last week. My grandson Keegan's team. Uh, they beat, uh, they played at Greendale and, and beat them. A couple other scores from games. McGuanago. Good win for McGuanago tonight. I can tell you that. Kettle Moraine hung tough with them. McGuanago, with Marquette getting drilled, um, has a chance now to maybe be that fourth team. I think it might be Arrowhead now because Arrowhead beat McGuanago. It'll be interesting to see. I think Menominee Falls, Franklin, Muskego, and probably some people think Bradford might jump up. I don't. I think maybe uh, Arrowhead slides in there. And you got to give credit to that coaching staff. You know, uh, Coach Swiddle, who is helping out Matt Harris and uh, everybody else. And I know that Sam is not happy that I brought up Arrowhead, but you got to give them some credit. Uh, Franklin, 35-3 over Oak Creek. And I know this, 
Franklin had some guys out and had to play some guys that uh, haven't gotten a ton of time. But again, look at the defense. Franklin gives up three points to Oak Creek. 35-3 Franklin. Uh, Hartford beating Cedarburg is going to do some things with with the playoffs as well. Because Cedarburg was, was, was rolling. And Cedarburg thought that if they got Hartford, they had a chance to maybe you know, get hot and maybe do some damage in, in the two games that they have left. They still can't. I don't know if they'll get in the top pod, though. That's the key, depending on where they put them. Catholic Memorial gets a win 14-7 over Pewaukee. So uh, my sideline reporters, guys, uh, get ready because we're doing playoffs. So we've got two more weeks left. And, again, I want to thank Citizens Bank, our new title sponsor for the scoreboard shows, and certainly Current Electric. Don't forget 11 o'clock tomorrow, our Current Electric Superhero of the Week. Sam, great job. Austin, great job. You guys make this really easy, and uh, I appreciate you guys a lot. This is the Citizens Bank Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show powered by Current Electric on 1250 AM, The Fan. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Now, with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade used with permission.